This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. I mean, I guess. Yeah. All that talk about uh, gangsters in the end of the <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Still in it. That's right. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, some of it. Like, Conan, when he was like, Orale! Yeah. Viva la raza! I, I was shit. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was all in. Like, fully, like, sign me up for this Conan, yeah. Even mm-hmm. though, like, because I, it's funny, I watched a couple of, like, uh, Telemundo wrestling. Yeah. The, uh, the Mexican stuff on the Italian or the Latin channel. Yep. And I first saw Conan after he did that Max Moon thing. I didn't realize it was the same guy. Okay. And he had like red and white, blue tassels. Like just looked like bald Mexican, like Ultimate Warrior. like Or, or Texas Tornado, actually. More kind of like <laughs> Texas Tornado because there was no face paint. Texas Tornado. That's right. So Man. it was kind of like, uh, like oh, hey, but like we have, we have Texas Tornado at home. And it's yeah. Conan. And you're like, oh. And then, so then later, when I saw him in, like, uh, NWO, and I was just like, is that the same fucking guy? And yeah, sure shit, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Wow. <clears throat> you see they're making a Von Eric movie? Okay. And Zach Efron's on it? Okay. And he looks ridiculous? I have seen it, actually. Have you seen that photo of him? I have seen it. My favorite about that, the though, blockhead. was that they were like, he was like, uh, because he did all the, the roids and the crazy training for Baywatch. And he's like, I'm never going to do anything like that again. Yeah. Right? Like, because it, it fucked up his head. Like, the human growth hormone. And he had to do yeah. all this stuff. And then, like, no sooner does he say that than they show clips of, uh, like, a picture of him as uh, Carrie Von Eric. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Laying off the roids, eh? <laughs> eh, bud? With yeah. your bodybuilder belly? <laughs> no roids at all. <laughs> and again, like, I'll keep saying this. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I really don't. I'm not looking at people going like, oh, fuck, like, I can't believe, like, you're such a loser. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's one part of it. You're doing steroids. That's one part of it. Mm-hmm. But it's still the massive amount of calories that these guys are eating. Oh, yeah. It's the massive amount of work that these are these guys are doing all day, every day to look like that. So it's like, it's not just like, oh, you're cheating. It's like, that's, the only, my only issue is, is that we, we hide it so then, it's that unattainable thing, right? Yeah. So Kenneth is, uh, you know, growing up in high school, and he's like, oh, you know, I got to get big and strong to get girls, right? And then it's like, so you look at, like, for I'll even use myself. I look at, like, Chris Benoit, and I was like, fuck, like, I want that body. That Chris Benoit body is the one I want. So you think, oh, you just eat uh, high protein, you do a lot of heavy weights, and you'll look like that. And, and then yeah. you find out later. Just it's like, like that. Well, part of it is the fact that your body types are completely different and yeah. your genetics are different, blah, blah, blah. But also the biggest thing is that he's using copious amounts of steroids <laughs> and other things to yeah. achieve that. So 
So no matter what you do. Eat all the chicken you want, buddy. Exactly. You do all <laughs> the push-ups. Do all the push-ups yeah. you want. Like, you're going to be in great shape. Don't get me wrong. And you're going to be in better shape than you were, but you're never going to look like that unless you also do steroids. And uh, we don't want to talk about that because... Uh, no, because, you know... It's also illegal. <laughs> yeah. Unless you get prescribed by a doctor, in which case it's totally fine. But Is that a thing? You get prescribed that? Uh, well, that's how, that's one of the reasons why the steroid scandal in the nineties was such a big deal because, uh, how would you get prescribed that? Like what, what reason would you give for them to be like, well, like steroids? Uh, well, Edge, for instance, yeah. he got, I think it was his, uh, it might've been a neck injury or back injury or something, but he was injured and the doctor prescribed him steroids to like help get him back into shape. Okay. Okay. But another example of steroids is, uh, well, my nasal spray is a steroid. No, yeah, that's true. You know what I that's mean? That's true. Like yep. cortisol is yep. uh, is a steroid. Like mm-hmm. so, people use steroids all the time for a variety of different reasons. It's just the like, chronic abuse, right? Right. And that was the thing. So, like in the seventies, the sixties, and seventies, when they were just like, "Oh, we could just fucking and boom and yeah, right." Yeah. And then it's just like, uh, but then of course, a couple decades hit, and they're like, "Well, how come all these like high level bodybuilders are fucking dying?" Wow. And then they look and they do the test and they go, oh, because of this, this, and this. And it's mm-hmm. all brought on because of the amount of stu- – okay, so we have to get on top of that, yes. right? And I mean, like, I get it. You want to say like, to the kids, like, hey, you have to use steroids. But at the same time, you have to tell these kids. You have to say, this is how you do it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I mean, like, if you're uh, in sports or you're a wrestler or you're, you know, like, in any of these movies now. Yeah. Like – And inexpendable. Yeah, you know, it's just like okay. Then um, obviously, it's, you're, yeah. you're going to do whatever you can to achieve that, but at the same time, let's fucking relax this shit a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah, you know. So it's uh, so yeah. So that's kind of where I land on that shit. But yeah, cool. ultimately. So that's why you get that Benoit bod during allergy season. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. it's just like I do this, and then yeah. I go. Oh, it really helps with the sinuses. Oh, yeah. that's so great. And then I just go, I just try to be as roided out as totally as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Toxic Eric. Avenger. You know, and the funny part is, is the Carrie Von Eric movie will get made before the Hulk Hogan movie. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's already getting shot. <laughs> I mean, for, out of all Hemsworth of bulked completely up and then, and then it got pushed back. He's like, okay, well, now I'm huge for no reason. I... And to be fair, yeah. If I had the choice to watch a Hulk Hogan movie over uh, a Von Erich movie, yeah, it's Hulk Hogan all the way. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like I understand. Yeah. That, like even as a kid, like I liked Texas Tornado, but why them? Why that family? Uh, why would they get a movie? Well, it's because like that. It's one of those tragic families. I think mm. there's only like one or two Von Erich. I'd rather staff. watch a movie about the Hart family. Oh man, me too. Why is there no Hart family movie? Who'd you cast as Bret Hart? Would I cast as Bret Hart? That's a hard oh, one. Oh shit! Off the top of my head, damn. Uh, Lee Schreiber. Is he too old? Sure, sure, but in like Fantasyland. Oh, in Fantasyland. Okay, okay. But that's the first one that I'm looking at where like he could kind of looks like Bret Hart. Yep. Uh, but and could also get like big, but like luckily with for Bret Hart, like he was a muscular guy, mm-hmm. but he was never shredded. No, never. You know what I mean? Like, never. Yeah. Well, you know because you're you were yeah. kind of like we like. I remember when uh, he had a real man's body. <laughs> yeah, like he he looked like a guy that like worked out and and was in shape. Yeah. 
but he didn't look like all he did was that, you know? Like Lex Luger, for instance. Oh, yeah. And no offense to Lex Luger, not to knock him, because again, like I said, a lot of work goes into that. Yeah. But it was a completely different thing. But also, again, like it was a different character, right? Because yeah. Bret Hart's whole he thing was need to excellence like of execution, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. He wasn't a body guy. And uh, and Scott Hall, too. Like Scott Hall, when he first came out, yeah. he was... Uh, they get the mustache, and he was a ripoff of T.A. Magnum. And he was mustache. a ripoff of T.A. Magnum. Mm -hmm. Don't let anyone tell you he wasn't. And he was huge. Like, holy shit huge. And even, like, Razor and uh, the Diamond Stud. Like, he was yep. a big fucking dude. But he was one of those guys that's like, hey, man, don't make it all about your body. Because that's the first thing to go. He gave uh, Kevin Nash shit for it. They were walking down together. Oh, yeah. And Kevin was, like, doing this. And he's just like, mm -hmm. he was just like don't do that, man. Like, you make it about your body. Then what happens when it goes? And then Kevin was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I don't know if that's oh, the exact reaction. I just imagine Kevin. Oh, oh a light bulb. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So uh, so geek panthers. This is a big one for Kenneth and I. This is yeah. one we've been waiting for since 2018. Well, technically 2020. I mean, technically. Technically, because I mean, it was. We weren't sure. That we right? watched Fallout. Yeah, we knew we another like, one will come along, but will it be Christopher McQuarrie? Because that's always the thing. Yeah. Will he come back? Well, after Fallout, I think we were like, he's for sure. He's I gotta come back. They're pretty much gonna be. So now we got this two part, and now yeah. I'm already like, part two's not gonna hear yet. And I'm already like, will he come back for the next one? I already was like, when do we get the fucking trailer? Yeah. For part two, well, part two is obviously he's in. Part they should two. have had the trailer for the second after the credits of the first. That should have been the end credits. You're right. You're right. It I would hundred percent. Oh, I would have been like, yes, yeah, fucking right, yeah. You know, but uh, but yeah. So finally, we get to talk about uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning mm -hmm. Part, part one. one. Part one. Uh, but there's other things that we must discuss beforehand. Indeed. Indeed. So so we kind of hopped into wrestling a little right off the start. Should we just keep going with that? Might as well. At I, I think we might as well, right? Might as well. So I find this is one of those things that is kind of funny to me because I've been saying this to you for a while now. And uh, and I was saying, because you're like ratings and ratings. And I was saying to you, I literally, I keep yeah. saying like, yeah, but Ken, the ratings, they don't really factor that in as much as you think they, or as much as they used to. And then I had an epiphany after the most recent SmackDown number, mm -hmm. which did this colossal number, right? Yeah. And the epiphany was, it's when the ratings are in the shitter, WWE tells you we don't care about the ratings. Yeah, yeah, but when yeah. the ratings are, like, huge, then yeah. all of a sudden they're like, those fucking ratings, eh? Look at them ratings. Goddamn ratings are fucking through the roof. We did that without LA Knight being on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they did that entire segment was, like, the highest rated. Yeah, it wasn't, like, 45 minutes Bloodline got for TV time or something? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, but then, uh, but they they maintained, but not as much. Right. There was a drop off. Now they probably would have maintained it a little bit better if La Knight was on that show. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I, yeah, it's actually hilarious because they put the the stuff with Hit Row on Twitter after SmackDown aired. It's like the dark match or whatever you want to call it, and that post had more hits. <laughs> Than any of their bloodline posts <laughs> of the whole night. That's delightful. That is delightful. That's delightful. That's but delightful. again, that'll be a situation where they'll go, yeah, the Twitter doesn't mean yeah. it's all bots. The tweets. You know, the tweets but the like, tweets. 
But if it was flipped and it was uh, like the bloodline yeah. stuff was through the roof, then they'd be like, well, that's because it's legit and it's good and we're yeah. awesome and everything about us it's is It's a travel chief. And also bots don't exist in Twitter now that Elon took over. Like yeah. it's all just fucking. Bullshit. So it is just one of those things. Now, and, and having said that, I, I saw a couple of people uh, getting a little gripey about the, the bloodline story. I'm back in. I was saying last couple times I was like, you know what? Like it kind of lost it for me with Cody. I'm in. I'm in but yeah. Now, like I'm back in. I'm in. I'm like I'm watching the segments. I'm I'm all in. I'm, yep. And I'm I can't wait to watch the match. I think the match is going to be fucking phenomenal. It'll be one of those uh, star making matches. The only unfortunate thing is I don't think Jay's going to lose. I, that's that's not unfortunate because he has to lose. He has to lose. He has to lose at this point. But then, it, yeah, I don't know. It just but, it feels like it was too soon to pull this. Like I felt like around Survivor Series or something closer to WrestleMania. No, I, I disagree. Really? I disagree because they already pulled right this uh, two years ago. Yeah, almost three years ago now. I guess it's around the same time because you know they did. Yeah, because he returned at SummerSlam. Rains. So yeah, yeah. So, and then, like shortly after that, it was he beat he won the, the the triple threat, and then started doing the tribal chief, and then it was the Jimmy and Jay storyline where yeah. he uh, he basically like killed Jimmy so that Jay would uh, or Jay was in, and then it was killed Jay so that Jimmy would join. Yeah, right. Um, I think that's the correct Uso. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm so glad they have different hair now. Oh. Now, now it's easier. Well, especially no, and and uh, Jimmy's heavier now. Jimmy's heavier now. Like, yeah. Jay is in the best shape of his life. Yeah, and he has been for quite some time. Yeah. Whereas Jimmy has been fluctuating, mm -hmm. which again, I'm not gonna Whatever. shit on people for yeah. that. I mean, it happens. I fluctuate too. Mm -hmm. You fluctuate. It's all good. So, but uh, I, I don't want to be one of those situations where people are going to be like, you know, he was fucking shitting on steroid people. And now he's shitting on fat people. I was yeah. like, no, I'm not shitting on What's anybody. What's next? The gays? <laughs> no, because a couple of weeks ago, he was saying that F word so many times. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm not shitting on anybody. No, no cheats. I, there are some people I shit on, but these are not them. Yeah. Those are my people. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm back in. I'm honestly 100% back I'm in. in. I'm 100% in. After Money in the Bank, I was like, oh, yeah, this is good yeah. shit. And that's, this is good shit. That was, yeah, that was make or break for me, yeah. too. If it wasn't going to be as good, um, although, to be fair, if you're going to watch that match, if you're going to rewatch it, skip the first 10, 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah it was a shit. slow burn. At 35 the minutes of that way in the too first long. 15. Way too long. Was you and I both getting to the point where it's like, okay, this is going to suck dick. Oh. And then all of a sudden, it just flipped the switch. Yeah. And it was like, Okay, this is like dick, but like, yes. Yeah, way better now. The good way. <laughs> like, okay, so so Roman beats Jay. Well, then after that. And then what? He's going to go against Jimmy or? The talk now is they're going to be building towards the Solo Sokoa match. Towards the Solo. But Solo's going to stay heel. Solo's going to become the new tribal chief, 100%. But. Eh, if, I don't know. If Solo's heel. I don't know. I don't know. You think he would go face? He's going to align with his brothers to fight Roman. You can't, you like the way they're building the heel in like Roman's heel right now. Yeah. Because they're starting, they've stripped away the Usos. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're on the cusp of stripping away Solo. Remember the scene where he, uh, like Jay kicks out. Yeah. Okay. And Roman is almost crying. Yeah, and Solo snaps. And Snow, Solo's like, 
Come on, man. What are you doing? What are you doing, right? Yeah. Then he snaps into place, right? Yeah. So, and we've seen those momentary, like, I love snaps and the, love the facial expressions. And it's all good. And it's all great. And it's just, like, one of those, like, like how many other top-level heels like that are also doing that kind of work? Right. Right? Like, you don't see MJF doing this. You're like, I can't. What is happening, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, they might do it where, like, it's Sola just basically being like, I'm coming for that tribal chief thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's going to lose, too. So, you know, how is he going to be the tribal chief if he's going to so lose? So how do we get to the point where Roman eventually becomes face up? Because they're going to turn him a hero. You know it's coming. Oh, yeah. I've been, I said that right at the beginning. Not too soon. But I said that right at the beginning, this was their way to get him into the huge baby I just figured thing. that, like, if, if Solo goes against Roman and becomes the tribal chief, then you get that redemption story of Roman rising again, and then he's... To what? Him. To become the tribal chief again, but a good guy? Or a good guy. As a good guy. But that, Because what if Solo, like, Roman disappears for a bit, and Solo just goes way worse than what Roman ever was? The difference, though, and I, and I, like, all, all the building in the world mm -hmm. right now will not make it so that Bloodline 2.0, headed up by Solo as the tribal chief, will get the same numbers as what they're doing with Roman Reigns. Right. There's no way. There is a chance that Babyface Roman will still get the same numbers, but. I honestly think that uh, what happens is, ultimately, I my theory is Solo uh, tries to do it. He's going to be babyface just simply because of how over Roman is right. as a heel. Okay. Right. However, that match shakes out, which he's losing. Like yeah. Solo is losing. He's not winning the title, mm -hmm. and he's not becoming the tribal chief. Okay. Then it's Crash Course. So he's gone. So now it's Roman all by himself. Against Cody. Yeah. And he's going to have to lose. Because if he can't, like, if he doesn't lose, we've already proved he can't beat Cody without the bloodline. Right. So then what does there that mean? There won't be any bloodline by WrestleMania. Does that mean again? that he brings in someone else? Well, you can't turn babyface by bringing in someone else to help you beat the other most over babyface that you have. Unless they turn Cody before WrestleMania. Which is possible. Yeah. Vince is a fucking lunatic, so yeah. it could happen. Oh, you're going to win, but you're going to win as a heel. Yeah, but okay, but then the other part though is that Roman has to leave. He has to go away. Yeah, to come back. But the goal after that is he's going to be in that Brock Lesnar Undertaker yeah role. So come he's going to be come months. in for a couple months, yeah. maybe a month here and there. But he's sent the idea is that he's going to be like the the conquering hero when he comes back, mm -hmm. which may happen. Yeah. For the first couple of times, it might actually be that big, huge thing. Yep. Right? And if that works, great. It's just, it's not going to be as engaging. I, unless they are doing shit. But I, I don't know. It's going to come down to, like, for him to come back as a big-time baby face, you got to have a big-time heel. Yeah. And the only one I can think is Gunther. And He's the only one I can think of. Apparently, they're talking, and now they might actually do the Gunther-Brock Lesnar match at WrestleMania. Yeah? Oh, I want it so bad. Oh, I want that. I want it so bad. That would be... Yeah, oh, be that would be great. Like the another one was like Gunther and uh, Roman at WrestleMania, and I'm like, no, I want, I would like that, but I'm like, no, no I, not I yet. want Cody not yet to that. beat him for the title, yeah, or someone to beat him at WrestleMania for yeah. the title. He absolutely has to lose it because, like, then because if he doesn't, do they actually think that he's going to beat Cody 
however he does it. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to turn him baby face. It's funny how we have this conversation every year before WrestleMania. It's got to happen this time. But, it, 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 it's, but it, I'm still saying, like, yeah. it probably won't. Right? Like, it might not. I just hope whoever wrestles Roman doesn't win the Rumble. Because it's been a waste of three winners for three years in a row. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, like, but like, but again, and again, like, I know it's it's Vince and he's fucking crazy. But how did like how could he possibly think that eventually the people will just go, you know what, he's a babyface? Because the things that he's been doing, mm-hmm. no babyface would do it. Yeah. Like when Austin turned heel, but then was the guitar playing heel? Yeah, yeah. He couldn't just immediately flip back and start stunning people and drinking beers again. And people go, oh, yeah, you're awesome. They'd be like, oh, yeah, but, like, I literally just watched you wear a cowboy hat. And your buddy Kurt Angle also Mm. wore a much smaller cowboy hat and a ukulele. And you guys serenaded Vince McMahon. Yeah. You're the same stole-cold son of a bitch that you always were. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, I... I don't. I personally don't think he's going to be as over as a babyface as they think he's going to be. But again, it yeah. I also didn't think that the bloodline was going to be running for three fucking years and still be neither. one of the best stories. Me period. neither. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like when you think about it, there's been a couple dips in quality, but there's been yes, for the most there's some part, ebbs and flows. But like, it's yeah. still just been like you. You have to watch this. It's like. Like I'm like I'm watching it. Like I'm not like I'm well, you watching think about, it in the like, background. The first year, the most of the first year was carried by the creation of the bloodline. Exactly, establishing the yeah. bloodline. Yeah, and and then building towards that, and then most all of, of the a second sudden, year was the Sammy stuff. That's right. Right, and now we're here. Now it's the the breaking down of the bloodline, and it's just yeah, it's so compelling. It is so compelling. Yeah. So I mean, like, if it's again, like, if it's the same people involved, and it's I have no choice but to think like. It, they'll do it. Like yeah. they'll flip a baby face, and he'll be very well received. Uh, and frankly, I hope he's just as over as a baby face as he is as a heel. Mm-hmm. But I do hope that they don't just look at it like we always throw the belt on him. You know, like that Brock Lesnar in uh, in case of emergency break glass, and now yeah. throw the belt on Lesnar, and then that's that, right? Like, yeah. I mean, sure, in some cases, yeah, it, it makes sense to do it because. Especially for a guy like Brock, who gives no fucks. Yeah, well, exactly. He's he's just like, just put money in my hand, and then I'll do whatever the hell you want. Like, I don't really yeah. care. Except for feud with Matt Riddle. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only one. <laughs> Although, having said that, I would rather have Gunther and Brock Lesnar feud than uh, Gun- uh, Matt Riddle and Lesnar feud. Mm-hmm. Even though I think the match would be crazy. I think they could match. probably do some pretty brutal, almost UFC-style shit. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, if they went all out, Hell in the Cell or something. I would like to see Brock Lesnar put over Gunther as his top main event heel. And, yeah. And uh, and again, with Imperium. Don't split up Imperium mm. at all. If anything, maybe add one more person, whether it's a guy or a girl. Yeah, I think you need Imperium. Um, you have to. you got to have Imperium, especially if if he's going to become that villain that Roman will eventually go yeah. against. Oh, yeah. Like, you need Imperium. Yeah, if you're going to be top level, you need something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so the fact that they were kind of teasing it, it's a lot of this, a lot of Raw was me going like, Vince, just stop. Go away. Stay away from Judgment Day. Just fucking stay away from that shit. Stay oh, yeah. Stay the fuck away from Judgment Day. You know, 
Um, oh, uh, before I forget, apparently Dom is challenging uh, for the North American title in NXT, and I want him to take it. Who's the North American champ right now? Wesley. He's had it for the last bajillion. He's had it for quite a while. Yeah. But I'm I'm at the stage where I'm like, you know what? Give him that belt. Do this. Give it to him. Do what you should have done with Solo. Yeah. Put that title on him. Have him be on both shows. Yep. But now that like everyone's got a title in, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And in this case, like have Dom have that title and have him like be on NXT and wrestle some of the younger NXT guys. Because again, now we're throwing him with other styles and yep. we're getting him more uh, acquainted for it, and we could start getting him to be a little bit more credible. Um, but yeah, I, I say do it. I don't think they will, but I think they should because, they, and again, like if they want to talk about how they're all the same show, they're, they're all the same level yeah, and they don't want to look at NXT like it's a feeder company or part of the program, even though it is, it is, then put that title on him. Now that title's on TV. He doesn't defend it on Maybe he defends once or twice on the raw or SmackDown, but he only defends it against NXT guys. Mm-hmm. So then you give an opportunity for an NXT guy to get a spotlight without like making the call up yeah, and then doing fuck all. Because when them. you make the call up, nothing happens. Yeah. Cause like they did that with Carmelo Hayes recently where he was kind of feuding with Baron Corbin back yeah. and forth and like, okay, fine. Like yeah. do it. Cameron Grimes nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Indy came in once lost. Uh, oh no, no, she came in twice because there was a tag match with her and, uh, right. She also lost. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Within seconds. Kaden and Katana lost two, three times now. Yeah. 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 It's great. It's great. Well, to be fair, I mean, uh, Sonya Deville and uh, Chelsea Green won one match in the last couple of months. Yeah. So now they're number one contenders. (laughs) Yeah. 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 They're going to lose that match, too. Yeah. 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 Unless they win it so that they can do their... It's great they took a legit tag team. Rhea Ripley. Grabbed the titles off them. Awesome, <laughs> gave it to Ronda and Shanna. Wrote them off completely. Like, you know how hard it is to and have a believable... And through, yeah. through that feud between her and Baszler. Yeah, which, which I think is going to be fucking good. I agree. After after last week when they were going at the ring and it almost looked UFC. Oh yeah. I oh, was like, oh, this could be a good fucking. It's match. gonna be really good. <laughs> it's also gonna be really good because uh, because Baszler's getting cheered. Yeah. Yeah. And Ronda's getting booed, and uh, they don't they don't give a fuck. It's kind of like Charlotte Flair, where they're like, because like Ronda had that when she first came in. She had that spit and fire baby face, mm. and then after that, they were like. Fuck her. Yeah. She left. They got mad, I guess, because she got pregnant. Yeah. Well, and then she know. came back, and they were like, oh, fuck you, and they hated yeah, her now. You. Oh, no, she uh, she hated the fans. She shit on the fans, and then they turned on yeah. her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So then she was a heel, and they never, ever let her forget. No. So. That's fine. She's a better heel anyway. Much better. But then yeah. again, so was Charlotte. But so was Charlotte. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway. Oh, and before I forget, uh, make no mistake, Charlotte's winning the triple threat. Mm. Yeah. What did I hear about EO Sky is going to lose her money in the bank? I didn't hear that, but that doesn't surprise me. Well, because by the time she goes to cash it in, yeah. Charlotte will be the champion. So, therefore... Ugh. I want EO and Asuka so bad. So do I. I want that match. So do I. I want it SummerSlam. I, so do I. Charlotte, go take another vacation. Yeah. <laughs> or... Go away. <laughs> or... Figure it out. Yeah. Make her a heel. Okay? 
And, I mean, stop trying to push the division around her at this point because there's no need. Mm -hmm. We don't need to anchor the division with Charlotte Flair, okay? Two, three years ago, I would have said, I like I still get it because Charlotte is still a Charlotte and she's still a draw and she's still one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like not just in WWE, not just a woman, just one of the top wrestlers. Period. Okay. But at the same time, she's not. It's like Becky Lynch and Bailey. They're not needed to anchor the division anymore because yeah. you've got Rhea. You know. Yeah, uh, you've got well, Yosuke. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got Oscar. You've got Bianca fucking Belair. Mm-hmm. You know. Plus, you've got. Uh, Raquel, well, Raquel Gonzalez, you know, just waiting. She's on the cusp. I, she's not ready for the title yet. Yeah. But by the end of this year, barring anything unforeseen, she should be fucking right. The, like, give her a character too. Yeah. Stop making her being the smiling, flexing my back thing. Like, keep the back flex, even though I, I don't care for it. But that's fine. That's yeah. part of it. But give her more of a character other than. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. But I'm gonna kick your ass. Like, no, no. Oh, they're saving that for the. The live split. Well, yeah. But uh but also, you know, like you have also make use of some of these other ones, like uh well Chelsea Green, mm-hmm. you know, she's been all over the place. Yep. And she's one of the best. Uh but there's like ugh, I'm drawing a blank on her name now. Um Indy Hartwell's tag partner, Candice Lorraine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Candice LeRae should be one of these ones that Candace you should LeRae, be using sure. to help anchor yep. as well because she's done this. She was wrestling men. She was doing a lot of intergender matches, mm-hmm. so she knows what she's doing. She's really good. They just need to get behind her. Uh, Shotzi, figure out a character with Shotzi mm-hmm. and figure out how to make it so that she's not a fucking human botch reel. You know? And I'm not saying you have to be perfect in it's the like, ring. Personality-wise and everything, I love Shotzi. Yeah, I but know. Every it's so time hard. she's like like in a regular match she's all right but when the spotlight's really on her it's so like she tough. can't handle it yeah. she can't handle that yeah. big spotlight where's Piper McNiven? Nick uh Cross occasionally they show her yeah. on TV and you're just like oh yeah. okay no. but like Piper McNiven's a prime example Alexis pregnant yeah which is fine but again like Alexis is another one old guard like I'm talking like new guard new guard yeah Nikki you could still use as sort of like an uh Mentor type role, mm-hmm. like obviously the the four horsewomen all should be all in that mentor role, but also yep. ready to be pulled in if necessary. But yeah, like uh, Baszler, I think is pretty much done after either this one or the next contract that she yeah. signs, which is fine. I mean, she was older to begin with, um, but she's another one. Like, but start picking like Rhea. There's so many, and Bianca are yeah. two that should be now. Those are the two pillars and anchors that should be for the next couple of years. Yeah. So now we need like one or two more that we can get in, but we also need to get them there. And unfortunately with Vince, who doesn't care about tag wrestling for one, and then also really doesn't give a fuck about women wrestling at all, uh, unless it's Charlotte mm-hmm. uh, or, but even Lacey Evans was, I was going to say Lacey Evans, but even she's one where it's just like, Figure out. Oh, she deserves so much better. I love, exactly. I love Lacey. I was all. I was a huge yeah. fan of her in NXT. Yeah. I loved her like um, uh, wartime gimmick. Yeah. Where she had like the literally like she was almost like a flopper, but it was mixed in, and she was a baby face. Mm-hmm. She was just a military mom who kicked ass and had a specific look, and uh, then they did the fucking Southern Belle heel gimmick, and mm-hmm. immediately I was like, oh my god, no. 
why? No. And then they went like, well, now you're with Flair. And I was like, this is even worse because you're now going to feud with Charlotte. Yeah. And this well, is the only time she's Now you're cheer. pregnant with Rick's kid. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad they dropped <clears throat> that. I'm glad they dropped that. Oh, my God. And then... Uh, I was getting flashbacks of a fucking hand. And then they do that whole, like... Like story where she's telling about her family, and I'm like, oh my god, now we can do big baby face, and then they, and Vince's like, ha, 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 we're gonna turn her heel. Like, Fucking Christ, man, just stop. Yeah. And now she's doing a uh, Sergeant Slaughter gimmick. This is a ripoff. That Sergeant Slaughter is pissed about. Yeah, but shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one that did a. Yeah. A military gimmick. Uh, she's the only one. using the camel clutch without asking permission. Well, I'm pretty sure they. Did he own the move? Did he create the pretty move? Pretty sure the Sheik did it before him. Yeah, hundred percent he did. Yeah, fuck. And uh, and I'll, I'll tell you right now, the Iron Sheik would not have given a shit. No, he'd give no shits. He probably would have said she should blow him. Other than that, he'd also say fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally unrelated. I'll fuck Hulk Hogan. You're like, okay, fuck cool, Hulk Hogan. Cool. Glad to hear that. But so yeah, so all yeah. all at this point, I'm like, and and AEW is not doing much better. Like to be honest, no, no, no. Regardless, but I yeah. check in every now and then, and I'm just. Uh... But yeah, so overall, Bloodline is still one of the tops for me. Judgment yep. Day is still one of the tops. Imperium is still one of the tops. Uh, I'm happy to see Riddle back. He seems like he's in good health. And he actually works well with Drew. Oh, fuck yeah. That oh, tag match yeah. was friggin' pretty good. Yeah, Drew, I'm happy Drew's back. I really happy hope they Drew's hammer back. out a deal. I'm happy he's back. I really hope they hammer out a deal because yep. that will be one that they, they'll miss, whether they admit it or not. But they should. He's, a, he's another anchor. Oh, yeah. Like he's a Absolutely. fucking anchor that they Absolutely. should have been fucking saying, okay, like. I mean, Roman's going to be gone soon, guys. Not only is he going to be gone soon, he's not. Gonna, he's in the. He's going to be in that Brock yeah. stage. Right? He's not going to be there Hollywood's all the time. Hollywood's calling, and Hollywood's calling, yeah. and for good reason. Yeah. Okay. And fuck, good for him. If good that for happens. Him. Like fucking right. Call the Usos while you're at it. Yeah, exactly. Do whatever you can. Bring your whole. Make a Bloodline to... movie series. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd watch. I'd watch it. I'd I'd watch the fuck out of it. Fuck yeah! So, uh, so that's my wrestling roundup. Yeah. Overall, it's it's some of the best I'm wa- I've watched in years. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm not at that hate watch stage. Mm-hmm. There's just there is still room for improvement. Yep. You know, um, and unfortunately, a lot of it is just it's never going to happen because because Vince is Vince and and he's still there. Yeah. And you know he's a racist. He's even more evil sexist. now. Oh since my he grew God. that mustache. Oh yeah, fuck the your, uneven bullshit. Your mustache is crooked. Yeah. <laughs> And also uh, died. And died. <laughs> and he doesn't do anything to try and make it look natural. Yeah. It's just, it's almost like shoe polish. Like, he fucking did it himself. And everyone's yeah. just like, you know you look like you're a fucking 80-year-old man with, like, shoe polish in your hair. What are you talking about? I'm not 80. I'm 75. Yeah, but you look like you're 80. I'm sorry. Did you see that fucking fan edit where they had uh, Vince's Gomez? And they did Linda, like, Morticia? And then they shrunk down Steph and made her Wednesday. And then they, <laughs> they made fucking, fucking Shane Bald and Punch. <laughs> and it was like the McMahon family. <laughs> that was, oh man. Fuck. Actually, too. That was I'll be so totally, too, In all fairness, and I, I never thought I would say this, but in all fairness, like, you don't fucking see pictures of Linda with, like, giant lips. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she just, like, well, she always looked old to begin with. Yeah. Like, yeah. All, she I, did. I remember when I seen her, the first time I seen her, and I was just like, huh. And then I was like, 
you hear like the cheating rumors and stuff like that, and you're just like, oh, okay. And then you just kind of go, oh, she, what is she going to do, really? Like, yeah. That's her cash cow. You know, maybe yeah. there's a prenup deal and she can't fucking touch any of his money. Who knows? Well, yeah. But also, well. again, at her age, what is she going to do? Really? But anyway, so I don't have anything else for wrestling. Wrestling. Unless there's any questions or anything like that. Do you have anything for wrestling? I got nothing. Yeah. I, you know, touched on LA Night and I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Touch on LA Night. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right, so the Superman Legacy fiasco, as I'm calling it. And I'm calling it this because there's just this huge fans against James Gunn thing on, on, <laughs> on social media right now. Like, fire James Gunn is the number one hashtag on Twitter. Again. Okay. So, so basically... There is just a shit ton of castings lately um, for Superman Legacy. Like, it's it's no longer looking like a Superman movie. Well, okay. It's, it's looking like so Justice League light. We've got The Authority. Yeah. And then we've got The Terrifics. Yep. And then we've got uh, Metamorpho. Yep. I just saw that. Metamorpho is cast. Yep. Martian Manhunter. Mm-hmm. Hot girl. Oh, right. Hot girl. That's right. So, and then, of course, we got Superman and we got Lois Lane. Yeah. And, uh, like, his response. Yeah, so, here, I got it here. Which was, like. Uh, pull it up. Um, his response was. I think I have it right here, actually. I got, oh, yeah. Okay, I got it right here. Um. His response was, uh, Superman is a man of two worlds. Clark with Lois, Jimmy and Perry, and Superman with his metahuman compatriots. How could I tell a full story about Clark Superman without including all areas of his life? Okay, so he did right. say we're not doing an origin. So this is going to be Superman in his first or second year. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, all right. But is this one of those deals where now every single movie is going to be a three-hour movie? So that, you know, like, I mean, again, it, it'll depend on, like, oh, I'm still positive. I'm still positive. I'm still positive. Because it is James Gunn. Um, but it's like, I do, and start. I am kind of starting to feel like, is this a Superman movie? Or is this Superman right. and his friends? It's looking more and more close to the, the Suicide Squad now. With this huge cast, right, and and that was I my issue too. That. Like, I, I love that, that was a concern. I love James Gunn; he's a great writer and everything. But my, I, I said, how is he going to do something like more dramatic, more regal, like a Superman film, without all the comedy and all that? Well, now I'm yeah. starting to get it because all these characters are starting to flow in. I'm like, okay, so it's becoming more and more James Gunn movie now. Yeah, well, and I mean, unless, it was always going unless, to be a James Gunn. It movie was always going to be, but I was intrigued by him challenging himself to do just Superman on his own. Maybe having one or two of these guys, but I, it's crazy. I look how many are getting cast right now. But again, I'll I'll, I'll try to be a little bit more. Uh, I am going to be more positive about this because, like, yeah, there's this many people being cast, right? Yeah. But how much how much of this movie is going to be devoted to them? Is this just one of those things where, uh, you know, like you see Clark uh, or Superman's in the Fortress of Solitude, yeah. and you know he's got a message from the authority, right? right? Right. Or maybe they're using, maybe they are going to use elements of uh, Superman versus the Elite 
to tell their version of Superman because I think that's one of the best ways to do it. Mm -hmm. And um, but instead of the elite, you have the authority, right? Right, right. Because you also want to introduce the authority, right? Yeah. And honestly, introducing the authority in a Superman movie is a really good way to do it because eyeballs are going to be on that movie. Yeah. And then if, if there are people who are strangely enough not like us who know comic books so crazy that they go, who, who is this the authority? And then you find out there's a movie coming out, then they might go, oh well, well let's check that out because mm -hmm. they seem pretty cool, right? Um, you know, they're they're covering that aspect of heroes who kill. Yeah. Right. Um, although I will say the authority is going to be one of those ones where it's got to be almost it's got to be bonkers, like the the car the comic book. It has to be bonkers. It can't just be like we're the Justice League who kills. It has to be like we killed God in the first movie because that's what they did in the first arc. Yeah. They traveled through a different dimension through the bleed. They killed God. <laughs> Okay, but like whatever, regardless. But maybe that's how they're doing it, you know. And maybe like the uh, Green uh, Martian Manhunter is like in Justice League Snyder Cut, where he's just literally behind the scenes. But then at the end of the movie, you go, mm -hmm. oh, that's Green Martian. Man. Like we all know because of the cast. Yeah, if we're getting stuff like that, I'll be fine with it. I just I want it's got to be a Superman movie, and it's got to focus on him being yeah. Superman, and just like the stuff we were saying in the beginning, where it's like he's just a really like really good guy that was mm -hmm. raised in the the Midwest with these Midwestern values, and the you know at the end of the day he's still a good guy yeah. doing the right thing amongst a world that you know maybe like some of them want these people to be killed and some of them don't want them to be yeah. rehabilitated and stuff like that you know so there there was aspects where I'm like okay like this sounds you know like. And I'm not looking for Superman to be smiling at every fucking scene. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't want him to be morose, like in the Man of Steel movie, which is the only real complaint that I have. And, again, this is the first time he's ever done this, so all he's ever done is hide himself. So, mm -hmm. of course, he's going to be morose. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know, it just it's shitty that in the Batman v Superman, which should have been the sequel, he was still morose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like he saved the world, and people are like, Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking fuck him. And then Batman's killing people. And you're like, what? What? But sure. You know, <laughs> so like it was just, there was nothing like very yeah. hopeful about it. And even in the, the Whedon cut for uh, Justice League, yeah, it was great to see him smile and be in the blue suit and be like, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of Justice. Like, that was really cool. But that was like one cool part in an otherwise morose you know, yeah depressing movie like you know again they had to bring him back to life and stuff but still it's just like like superman's one of those ones where it should be a very positive uplifting movie even if they're dealing with some dark shit because like and this is a guy that's like saving the world yeah yeah right so i don't know i'm uh i'm not as hopeful as i was i it's, it's tough because like I know it's going to be good. I know it's not going to be a bad movie because I love James Gunn. I haven't yeah. seen a bad James Gunn movie yeah. ever. Exactly. Ever. Yep. So, so I agree. it's going to be a good movie. But I really want a great Superman that's, movie. That's where I'm at. It's going to be a I great movie. I mean, we haven't movie. had a Superman movie since Man of Steel, and that's a decade ago. I know. I want another Superman movie. I want, And I want, like, an, a Superman movie. I want a Superman movie. I want movie. A, a movie where yeah. I can go, like, yes. Yeah. All right. Exactly. You know? Um... 
And and I think like like even just the fact that like he was saying All Star Superman was one of his references, yeah. like his what he's kind of like. And I'm like, yep, do that. Like mm-hmm. that's perfect. You know, there's a lot you can pull from that yep. version of the character, which I think is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, and I, I again, I think Superman versus the Elite or in the comic books, it's like uh, whatever happened to uh, Truth and Justice, Truth Justice is the American Way or whatever. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think that's another. That's probably one of the best ones because it's very meta in the sense that even in the book and even in that cartoon, they're saying like, "What's what's so good about being the big blue boy scout?" Yeah. You know, and, and there's like a, a bunch of people that are like, "Yeah, the elite fucking kills them." Yeah, fucking rights. And then that whole big scene where he like kills the elite, and then it's just like, "Yeah, but no, I'm never gonna do that," mm-hmm. because people were like. No, not you. Like, even fucking Manchester Black was like, you, out of all, you're the one who did this. And then he's like, nah, fuck. And then he does that dream speech. Yeah, yeah, Fuck. Like, I would be, like, <laughs> happy tears, like, down my face. I'd be like, dreams do lift us up. They really <laughs> do. Gun, you did it. You gave me that movie. You know, like... I don't think it's much to ask to have that same feeling mm-hmm. that I was a kid watching Superman the motion picture and being like, that's what I want to feel like. I want to feel like that every time I watch a Superman movie, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then that way, if you want to redo the death of Superman, well, then it's even more impactful because you had two movies where we're falling in love with this character. Yeah. And we're looking at it like, yeah. But do it properly. Exactly. You do death of Superman, wait till the end of your 10 year run. Yeah, exactly. Or don't do least, that. Don't do it in the second least. movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do it in the second movie. Yeah, the second movie that's also kind of a first movie for one of the other characters and a backdoor pilot for the third character. Yeah. Uh, and give me the weirdest Lex Luthor ever. Mm-hmm. But even like, and, and I, he he has said he had said that uh, Eisenberg said that he originally was cast for Riddler. Way better. But even then, his portrayal, I would have found that fucking annoying for Riddler. Yeah. Like, Thunderbolts, boom, and all this weird, like, tick, like, the ticks and stuff, it was like, okay, fine, like, that's all well and cool, but at at the end of the day, I'd still just be like, I can't fucking take you seriously. Mm -hmm. And with the Riddler, sure, there's been plenty of versions of that character being a, a joke. Yeah. But, like, uh, like, Hush Riddler was chilling. Oh, yeah. You know, like, when he got to that point where he's just like, it was me all along, bro. <laughs> you know, I was like, fuck. Oh. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm still hopeful uh, because it is James Gunn. Yep. Um, and also, we're still a few years out. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's the same thing that they, they've been doing. Like, all this, they throw some shit out and then gauge reaction. Yeah. So the fact that people are like, fuck this shit, you know. They have to weed through the amount of just people that constantly have that reaction, though, because there's a lot of, like, gatekeeping for Superman, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's why I'm, I'm using, like, that version and this version, because it's, you know, like, they're all Superman, yep. but they're all different versions, right? Yep. Like, unless he comes out and says, okay, Superman Legacy will be, like, the Superman from Injustice, well, then I'll go, okay, fine. Thanks for telling me. I'll still watch it, but... I'm not too excited. Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> fuck this shit. Fuck this. Fuck but, this. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean... Like I said, hopeful, but I'm not as hopeful as I was. Yeah. Especially because it'll be in trunks, too. <laughs> uh. I really hope they don't. 
I really, yeah. really, I really hope they, hope don't. they don't. They're going to though. They are going to. Yeah, they are going. Yeah, to. it's hundred percent yeah. gonna. How do we stand more apart from Zack Snyder? Stop. Put drums on them. <laughs> even though, like, only the diehards are really asking for it, and even then, like, I because yeah. I'm on the Superman subreddit, and there are quite a bit of people that are doing trunks, but uh, there are. It seems like just as many are going like. Trunks look ridiculous. Yeah. Like you're just beholden to your classic version of Superman. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, I mean, shit. There's the Speedo version of Superman Returns, which, because the suit is a little bit more streamlined, it works, mm -hmm. but the S is way too small. Yeah. You know, and they put the neck here instead yep. of here. But then you've got that weird, like, codpiece version for uh, Nicolas Cage's. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, atrocious Superman suit, mm -hmm. like absolutely hideous Superman suit. Um, but the cod piece, it was like you could just do away with it. You don't even need to. Just yeah, I was fine with him having like a belt type design to break up the. I mean, that's steel. He doesn't need the cod piece. Yeah, nothing's okay. happening down there. <laughs> Someone kicks it. He's okay. <laughs> He's gonna have to get out of that suit to Balls do of steel. stuff with yeah. it. So really, <laughs> but anyway, so that's where I'm at. Yay! Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So so what did you think of it? I immediately was like, my first honest reaction was, oh, fuck, I can't believe they're doing it. Yeah. And then my second reaction was like, he's got yellow arms? And then immediately was, oh, man. So maybe they'll just do a padded muscle suit so he doesn't have to fucking kill himself in the gym. And, and I said that. that but was then like, I saw a picture of him in the gym and oh, he's, he's fucking ripped. He's fucking again. ripped. He's so fucking it's like, ripped. why are you covering your arms then? But apparently there's going to be multiple versions of Wolverine, and this is just probably one of them. Okay. Okay. So. But honestly, the suit looks awesome. Even with the yellow, because like, they break it up with the blue trim underneath. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looks... It looks awesome. I don't mind the sleeves. I would I'm prefer it without the sleeves. I'm you don't have the mask, though. Yeah. I would prefer it with uh, without the sleeves. In all honesty, I would prefer it without the sleeves, because that's just like fucking... Then it would be chef's kiss, perfect costume. I wonder um, if he's going to have the mask. I have a feeling he will. I think he will. But it'll be CGI. They're going to CG it, right? I feel he's like probably got CGI. the mask right here. Yeah. And they're CGing it. But then why is Deadpool not CG? But they also, if they were going to do it too, he'd have those little CGI markers. Right, right. So I don't know. I don't know. I hope they do. I think they will do it just because, like, even if it's fucking for three seconds. Just enough for us to be like... Just something. Just geek boners. <laughs> yeah, right? Because that gave me a geek boner. Like, I'm not going to lie. Put it on and then walk out of a room and have Deadpool going, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Then he takes it off like, what? I thought it looked cool. <laughs> or something. You know, that's fine. But like, I, I'm, I'm pumped. I, I didn't think we were going to see this suit, especially yellow-blue. Yeah. Because we got that uh, brown and tan thing from days of future past which i liked I it, was it was close it was close and I, awesome. I, I thought it looked awesome but again yeah his arms were covered yeah but does he really have to do this if he's going to be full-bodied I, I maybe we'll see patch or maybe no I, sorry maybe we'll see like the uh weapon x again yeah maybe we'll see that one like who knows who knows but uh I'm here, I'm here to say for the record, Hugh, you, you don't have to do that anymore. All I'm saying is, like, I look at these pictures and I go, I'm buying another Hot Toys. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's... Hugh in the blue and yellow? Yeah, I'm going to have to get that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to run a room in my cabin pretty soon. <laughs> I canceled my Dr. Octopus. Good call. Because I was like, I love it. Good call. Or not my Dr. Octopus, my Green Goblin. Oh. I didn't pre-order Doc. Okay. I pre-ordered Green Goblin. I canceled Green Goblin. It's still a good call. It's still it's a good call. call. He was it's fucking just... huge. His base was ginormous with the, the glider. I was just yeah. like, I got nowhere to put that thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I just... Also, it's, you know, we're talking about inflation and stuff like that. It's yeah. really hard to justify. Right. I guess there's a payment plan. Yeah. Okay. But like, everything's going to be on a payment plan at some point. Eventually. Yeah. You know, and then it'll eventually just be a rental thing where yeah. you, you pay to tell everybody you have this, but then if you miss a payment, then they take it back. Yeah, I know. So, but, like, uh, so I got my, I, I have a Hugh Jackman actually already coming. Of course you do. And told me to wear Spider-Man. Like, I kept those pre-orders. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I'm probably going to do Brandon Lee's The Crow. I know. I saw that, like. Like the Tobey Maguire I one, I was deaf. I was like, ooh, but I'm already like Tom Holland. I love the yeah, Tom Holland. Yeah, you got Holland the Tom Holland one. one. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm pumped about that one. That's so cool looking, though. It's so cool when looking. When I saw they came out with the classic crow, suit. Though, oh, the crow. That crow, though. And it looks just like him. That's, it's really hard for me not to just I know. be like, oop. Yeah. I still haven't gotten notified on that Nightwing Mopex, so I don't know if. Uh, that should have shipped by now, isn't it out yet? I haven't gotten notified by uh, that, what is it, uh, Showpiece or whatever the company is. Oh, Sideshow? Sideshow, yeah, 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 yeah. So they haven't notified me, so I'll probably just look for it elsewhere. Yeah. Because uh, I do really want it because it's just fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like... It's the one to get. And you look at all those figures from that company, and they yeah. all look so good. Yeah. Like, the Spider-Man? Holy fuck, all the poses he could do? It's crazy. It's absolutely mm -hmm. nuts. But yeah, but I mean, like, I'm not in a rush for the Nightwing, uh, Nightwing Mafex one, just be Mafex, because Mafex, it's just, because yeah. uh, it's awesome. But it's I mean, awesome, but yeah, yeah, it's a hundred bucks. No, which isn't bad either. That's really not that. Not I at mean, all. It's just, it's just one of those where I'm like, yeah, but, but like, I've already done the, the Spider-Man one, which is significant. Like, that's a couple hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, thank God for that payment plan. <laughs> yeah, the payment plan is uh, awesome. But yeah, so at the end of the day, that... Wolverine, like, yellow and blue, I'm like, fuck it. Oh, I, yeah. And to be fair, like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't super thrilled that they were bringing him back for Deadpool 3. I, like, I was like, it's cool, mm -hmm. but Logan was such a, and, like, it's interesting because you're like, oh, I got to say goodbye to these characters. I want to say goodbye. And then you got to say goodbye to Logan, but then you're like, no, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I didn't get to say goodbye to Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, but I'll do it again with Wolverine. Yeah. Which, you know. Interesting how the multiverse has different versions of some characters, but then other it's characters, weird. it's the same all the way it's through. Really, yeah, different actors across the board, but this actor's the same in every universe. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so that's, uh, that's where I'm at. I love the blue and yellow. I, I never it. thought I would see it. Yeah. Honestly, never, especially because of that yellow spandex crap. Well, I never, I, well, I mean, I knew we'd see it eventually, but I never thought we'd see it on Hugh Jackman. Yes. And that, that's, right. that's the thing that's right. for me that's just like, yeah. So, I mean, we've been watching this guy. I fucking thought about it the other day. I'm like, 23 years? 23 years. It's fucking We were teenagers when he started playing this character. Now we're not. We're 40 now. Ish, because you and I are coming up on forty-one. We're still forty. That's right. We're yeah, still yeah, forty yeah, to yeah. the day oh, it hits. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But uh, yeah, 
Yeah, like so. Yeah, I'm I'm all in. I can't. I was already always going to be on all in on Deadpool three mm. for sure. Um. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, our cult classics dead. This is interesting. I uh. Hmm. Because someone wrote. Where's the picture here? Uh, do 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 do. Right here. Okay. So someone put this on Twitter. Yeah. Which is really small on here. Yep. <clears throat> so discussing film said Crater, starring McKenna Grace from uh yep. um, has been removed from Disney Plus due to cock cutting reasons. The film just released on Disney Plus May 12th. Yep. Just came out. They've removed it already. It's yep. gone. It's not available anywhere. Yep. So then this guy says there will never be another cult classic. If your movie or show underperforms, it'll be removed from sight. And that eventual grounds and the eventual groundswell of support that turned everything from Blade Runner to Heathers from disastrous flops to huge successes will never find it. The end. So I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Because but... it's it is kind of true in this digital age, will cult classics die? Because they're gonna rather than just existing on a VHL shelf and you slowly discovering it. They're yeah. just going to get removed from service. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, nowhere. it's hard to say if they'll die because we don't know what's a cult classic right now. Right now. Right? This crater might have been, but it was but, on uh, Disney Plus for a month and it's gone now. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's actually, I never really thought of it like that, too, because, of course, like, we're right now, we're like blockbusters age, right? Yeah. Um, we're in the, and, and yeah, you're right, like, uh, but we're, We've been talking about this. We're past the point where studios will grant, you know, mm -hmm. um, a script from an untested writer. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, because it used to be like even Spielberg said recently, he's like, there's no young directors out there. Yeah. You know, and in the 70s and the 80s and even in the early 90s, it was common practice to give, you know, uh, a young director a movie with a bit of a budget and mm -hmm. say, OK, we'll see what you can do. You know, yeah, because like, wasn't he like in his twenties when Jaws was made? Oh yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. Well, I mean, like I think Duel, his first movie, was based off of what he did in university. So like, like he did like a, yeah. a student film, and then he did Duel off of that. Exactly. So and I think Jaws is what his second movie after Duel. I I believe so. If I remember so correctly, he's got to be like maybe 21, 22 when he did you know? Jaws. And so, but, and then like, and if you think about that now, like today, like the closest we had to that was when Marvel was taking indie directors yeah, and saying, okay, no, you know, here's this, mm -hmm. you know, and of course now they're, they're still doing the same thing, but they're also doing this where they're like, no, do this exactly like this. Yeah. As opposed to before this, where they were like, we want you to do this. Mm -hmm. your way and, and then we can work together on that whereas yeah. like it because we said like there was a template that they had but there was things that you could go in and around the template whereas now it's like if it's not that template then fuck that shit yeah you know and that attitude has really bit them in the ass because like phase four was literally them going we could do whatever the fuck we want because right they they're looking at it like it's the brand it's disney marvel it's not the characters, it's not the director, it's not even the actors, it's, it's just it's the, brand, the brand, but it's and, and not. It, it, and that's the lesson the that they're learning now. Yeah. Or like I think they're learning. You're tainting the brand. That's right. 
Uh, Bob Iger said that they're cutting back on Marvel now, too, not just Star Wars. All Marvel's getting cut back. Well, he said, way too many shows. They flood the market. No one cares right now about well, yeah. Marvel. Remember when Deadpool was in, like, fucking 20 of his own books and then in every other book? Yeah. And now what happens? Is there How many books are there for Deadpool one. now? One. Because one. eventually you get to a point where, like, I don't fucking care. One that's relaunched, like, every 12 issues. And, like, Wolverine, same thing. Yeah. He was in, like, fucking two Avengers Everything. books. Like five X Men books, yeah. Plus he had, he had like three solo titles, three of his on. own, and you're like, well, how many fucking solo titles does yeah. he need? But then again, Spider Man. I remember as a Wolverine fan, I was like, yeah, he's getting a second ongoing, and then it just kept growing and growing and growing. I'm like, I don't like this anymore. Make it stop. It's too yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, actually, I kind of think like, like think about Prey. Mm-hmm. If Prey was released today, would it actually see the light of day? Right. Like, we got lucky because of COVID that it yeah. was released. But also Prey's a digital film. If Disney goes, oh, cutting costs, pull Prey, Ugh, Prey's gone. I know. It's not on physical media. It's gone. It's fucking... I fucking hate it. And that's the, uh, that's the other part that pisses me off, too, is that, like, okay, so you do these streaming services, right? Yep. And then you're right. Like, they're at any point in time. Like, well, Netflix with Daredevil. Mm -hmm. Season two, yep. uh, one and two got releases, but season three did Nothing. not. And then, well, now you're just kind of like, okay, well, and of course, now you can't watch my Netflix at all. No, you know, they're on Disney Plus. They're on Disney Plus until whenever they goes, decide. Exactly, you know. And, and luckily, they're they're on iTunes. So okay, buy digital copies at least. Okay. So yeah. that, that's nice. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I, I have access to it, so I mean, I yeah. can put it on a hard drive. So I, yeah. it, it's not the end of the world for me. But again, but I'm I'm lucky in that sense. Not everyone has that case. And I mean, sure, not everybody cares. Mm -hmm. Because like, but like, well, I mean, we'll talk about Mission Impossible, but I own all the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. I primarily watch them on serv uh, streaming services because it's just easier that way. But I own them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy Dead Reckoning 1 and 2. And if there is a nine and a ten, then I'm buying those two, unless they're absolutely like out to lunch, fuck garbage. But, yeah, you know, I will be owning those. But even just recently, I've been waiting for them to announce the fucking full copy release of Ant Man three, and I have yet to hear it. I keep hearing the streaming and streaming and streaming. Ant Man three's been up for for months. The I actual, have it. The di okay, yeah. But it, I kept hearing that like, they're streaming, yeah, yeah, but no, no digital copies. It's out. Or digital copies, but no. It's out, like, but, the, but there's no marketing for it. Well, what do they care at this point? And really, we have no place to buy movies anymore besides a stand at Walmart. Yeah, or online, like obviously. Or Sunrise for jacked up, ridiculous price. True. Mm -hmm. uh, Amazon. Amazon. You know, Amazon is where I would do. It's usually, it. where you gotta go these days. Well, yeah, now yeah. you have to go that route because, mm -hmm. like. uh yeah, because even Best Buy. Best Buy's got nothing now. They got... Well, they have new releases. That's... Yeah, yeah. the tiniest little rack at the front, that's it. Yeah, but... I don't know. Like, I mean... Hurts me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, it yeah. does. It does. It hurts me, too. It's... Uh, but, yeah, so it's... it's yeah, I have to say, so like... It's... I don't know if they're dead, but they're they're dying. They're definitely dying. Yeah. Because, like, I was going to say, well, no, because, like... There's always yeah. going to be cult classics, the ones that we grew up with. But will there ever be a modern cult classic? Well, uh, Cocaine this, Bear. In this digital age, oh, fuck. Yeah. Cocaine Bear is a cult classic. Yeah. Uh, Violet Night is a cult classic. Yep. You know, we got yeah. lucky, though. We got lucky. Those two movies especially, we got lucky. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'm glad we saw them in the theater, too, because we did our part. We did our part. We did our part to help out. Hey, Violet Night 2 is going to happen. 
I know, I can't wait. I mean, I can, but I can't at the same time. Yeah, I can. I want it to be. I'm gonna have to. I don't want. I don't want it to be a brush job. I want it to be good. Yeah. But you know, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, but then again, that's also part and parcel with the movie industry, though. Yeah. I mean, the the actors and stuff they're actually striking now because yeah, SAGTA or whatever the SAG fat or whatever the hell yeah, yeah, yeah. thing is, they're basically just like they're just like yeah, cool, cool, cool. Fuck you. Because if we can do a script by uh, just doing this, then we don't need any of you. It's sickening what these studios are saying. Oh, like, oh, we're gonna spread out this uh, writers' strike till the fucking fall. Maybe once they start losing their homes and can't feed, yeah, exactly. Maybe they'll come knock on our door. Yeah, then then all of a sudden, our piddling amounts of money that we're offering them will suddenly be like, "Mm, good. That's why I'm really happy the actors are going on strike now. Love it. I love it. I even love the fact that the ones that are already giving support and stuff yeah. like that, where they're like, we're nothing without you. Yeah. You know, you're like, what yeah. side James right. Gunn would fall on? Being now that he's kind of like the co-head of DC Films, but he's also a writer and an actor. Hmm. I don't know. Tough spot. Yeah, but he's in the, uh, he's in the upper echelons. Yeah. He's yes. in the group of people that are saying, no, 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 go ahead. We yeah. want you to eat scraps. <laughs> But I, I'm 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 being flippant. I don't honestly think that James Gunn is one of the ones that's like, no, I want you to eat nothing. I want you to suffer until the point we you just do whatever the fuck we want. You mm-hmm. just accept our piddling terms. Yeah. But then again, I go back to that. But what do they think is going to happen then? Do they, they suddenly think that the movie industry is just going to be a huge boom again? Because like, yeah, the last year or last two years have been really good for them. But how much money were they hemorrhaging? prior to that yeah you know and i mean like you can shit on marvel movies for not doing like making as much bank as and for various reasons uh same with star wars Mm -hmm. too for various reasons but what happens when a movie like oppenheimer bombs if it bombs what happens then Mm -hmm. do they do they then go well, you know, the audiences aren't going to see, you know, certain types of movies and it's like, well, yeah, no, they are going to see certain types of movies you know they're going to see these big blockbuster movies that are also good movies, you know? Yeah. But like, like would the arrival be made today? I don't think so. No. You know, the only reason we're getting Dune one and two and well, and three is because of the groundwork that Villeneuve had to do to get to that point. But Dune one was successful during the pandemic. It'll be interesting to see how Doom 2 does, because with this new guy in charge at Warner, Doom 2 doesn't pull up. It's oh, great. yeah. Oh, yeah. And Doom 3 gets canceled, and we Doom get, 3 we get is no ending. We get no ending. Doom 3 is getting canceled for two reasons, because he's all, like, he, like he wants them in the theaters, which is good. Yep. Okay? Um, I liked the, uh, the Tom Cruise model, where it was, like, because they were, like, at the time, Max was doing 45 days. Yeah. And Tom Cruise was saying, no, 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 give me at least three months. Give me at least three months. And I'm like, yeah, do that. Yeah. Do three months in the theater, okay? But gauge it, too. Like, you know, I hate to kick Oppenheimer because I think it's going to be a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a weird summer release. It's a weird summer release. Especially huge budget in between, you know, yeah. uh, Barbie and, and Mission Impossible. It's not. Whatever. Yeah. It's very. It's a strange one. It's a very strange one, but regardless, okay. Yeah. But like, so let's say 
Like, who do they blame when that one doesn't do well? Right? Well, I heard Christopher Nolan's not fucking happy that Warner didn't budge Barbie. Because Warner was his home. Now, Oppenheimer's Universal. Uh, sorry, bud. Too bad. And Warner's dropping a movie on the same day. Too bad, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. Sorry. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. I mean, you... you're a great director, but don't let your ego get to you, man. Exactly. Ten was, was a piece of shit. Tenet was not a good movie at all. Uh, uh, Warner was like, well, we gave you what you wanted and we lost a fuck ton of money, so yeah. take your Oppenheimer somewhere else. And, <laughs> and like, but and, and again, too, like, in the middle of COVID, yeah. he thought, he literally thought his fucking dick was going to be the reason why people are going to go back and see movies again. Mm. It's just like, well, I was pumped to see Tenet. Yeah. Because I love Christopher Nolan. I'm a huge fan of his work. And then I saw the trailer for Tenet, and I was like, okay, um, I'm not sure what to make of this, mm -hmm. but I've loved every other movie I've seen by this guy. Yeah. Okay? And there are some movies that I regret that I didn't see in the theater. Some I saw in the theater, and I probably shouldn't. Dark Knight Rises. Actually, Dark Knight Rises, I, I, I'm glad I saw it in the theater. Oh, All yeah. Jokes yeah, yeah but, like, Interstellar was a movie I should have saw in the theater. Oh, Interstellar. Dunkirk was another one I should have saw in the theater. Yeah. I still haven't even you seen haven't that. You haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen that yet. And I'm like, I should have saw that in the theater. Oh, you gotta but, watch that. But now, but then I watched Tenet, and I'm like, I'm glad that I didn't see that in the theater. Mm. I'm really glad I didn't see that in the theater. Um, but yeah, this, though, this fucking guy at Warner Brothers is fucking, he's a lunatic. Oh, he's crazy. He's just like Vince. I, I don't trust he's him at all. Like, he's just one of those guys where, like, if yeah. he doesn't see immediate results, mm -hmm. um, and also, like, you have an app, like, you have a fucking streaming service. Yeah. So, do it. Three months in the theater, unless yeah. it's not performing well. If it's not performing well. Yeah, then well, pull then it. You pull it, and stream it, mm -hmm. and go, go through the rental phase, or whatever, the, yeah. however you want to do it, but then stream it. Yeah. You know, like, like imagine the amount of money Tom Cruise, like uh, Paramount, would have lost for Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. If they went simultaneous release, or if they went release in the theater, and because like at the ninety day mark, they just pushed it. They just mm -hmm. kept the well. Fuck the movie's killing it. So yep. why bother? Why bother making it a streamer when it's still people are still going? Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. I, and that should be the the mentality going forward is just well why bother you know I honestly for Nolan's sake I hope Oppenheimer does really well I, I hope, hope it does I well. hope it makes bank I hope it it does like it reestablishes him um, but I have a feeling it, it might be another humbling blow to his ego hmm. I was thinking about it the other night I th I think I am going to see it on the big screen. I, I as of right now I I know I I am not going to I'm not going to go been... out of my way to see it. Well, I have a free pass to the movie theater actually, so maybe I will go watch it. Yeah, you know if it was yeah free pass, yeah, yeah, yeah. might as well in that because case. I went to the movies the other day. Yeah, right on my movie day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I got my ticket for Insidious. Yeah, and I sat down. Theater was already dark. Ah, go like this on the armrest. Get stabbed in the arm by screws. Oh fuck off! Because the armrest is missing and all these screws oh, are sticking shit. out. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! So I took a picture and posted on Twitter. <laughs> I like that you didn't even bother going to management first. No, no. Went right outside door. Put it on Twitter. So, uh, so yeah, cults, cult classics. Yeah. As we know them, yeah. Yeah, it's changing. I hate the fact though that movies might just not exist. Like and that they have the power just to 
and then it's gone forever. But that's that's exactly like that's so fucking like oh I hate that. It's so gross. It is gross. And all like and for and like and for a streaming service because realistically there's not no streaming service is making money now. Right. There's How, not one. Cost cutting. I don't the well, movie's already been paid for. It's made. It's out. Yeah. You have it on your what's cost cutting about just taking it away? Yeah. You save a few gigs of bandwidth or whatever. I mean yeah, but even then, like, what the fuck? Who cares? You know? You're Disney. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the amount of it's money ridiculous. that Disney is sitting on, and then yeah. they go cost-cutting, and you're like... But if I was the director of that movie, I would feel a complete shit. Like, Paramount. Yeah. Paramount, their streaming service, is one where I can go, okay, yeah, cost-cutting. I get it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, out of all the streaming... When Paramount announced theirs, I was like, why? 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 Especially this late in the game. And yeah. then you look at Sony, and they're still playing this game, where I'm like, we don't do it. Mm-hmm. We'll license it. And that's how we'll make our money. I had no idea there was as many streaming services as there is. Amazon Prime had a sale where it's like, oh, uh, streaming service add-ons to your Prime for 99 yeah. cents for two months. So I was like, oh, let's see what's available. Dude, I scrolled and 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 I scrolled, scrolled. There must have been at least 30. Fucking bad shit. And then I, I was like, okay, I've, I've seen enough. There's a streamer I'm not getting any of these. For like every fucking channel. Everything. Every channel. Yeah. Has a streaming service. It's, I had no Every idea there was that many. Has a streaming service, mm-hmm. except for Sony because they're fucking geniuses. Yeah. They, at least in that regard, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's even talk of going fully digital for video games, and it's like, fuck no, no, fuck that, fuck no. Even though I purchase more digital games than I ever would have thought possible, yeah. But I'm still just like, fuck no, yeah. Like that seems crazy to me. There are some games, like I get it, like. Like having the uh, digital version of the Mario Super Mario RPG remake, yeah, versus the tiny little, the tiny little, tiny little. Like it's like, yeah, I got this giant case for this tiny little thing. It's not the same as having the cartridge, right? But it's still, it's still what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna it'll yeah. be the only video game that I pre-ordered and getting it on launch, yeah, and paying full price for it. I mean, fuck it, got it. I absolutely have to. I never thought we'd see that. I never ever. Nintendo and Square go on the same page to fucking remake this. I bought that fucking Super Nintendo, that mini Super Nintendo, just for that. Yeah. And I still haven't beat it just because it's painful. (laughs) (laughs) Because I mean, there's like loading and shit like that. Yeah. And and of course, because it's on a, it's an analog on a digital TV, so Mm. there's like some stretching out, and it's just like it's not the same. Yeah. And of course, the lag time on the control is just. Infuriating in some cases. No, the remake's like, coming out. So you yeah, just got a switch. I'm good. How perfect is that? I'm fucking great. I can't. And November. November. That's Bur- a great month Bur- for me. It's yeah. a fucking great month for me. So <laughs> yeah, it's, I yeah, I have to say yeah, cult classics are, are on their way out. Like yeah, Sliver, Slither, or Slither. It would never get Slither. Made. Yeah, it would never get made. Yep. They would go, who the fuck is this guy? Mm-hmm. He wants to make this with these people. Fuck that shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Fuck. It's going to be all just AI generated bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to not watch it because it's all AI generated bullshit. And then the fucking overlords are going to be like, oh, what's the problem? You don't like how phony and shitty everything is? I mean, fuck, like, I'm on Pinterest and it's almost, it's getting to the point where there's more AI generated bullshit on there. 
And it's so blatantly obvious, too. Mm. It's just like, okay, like, it's great. Like, the people that are working with AI and they, they love it, like, good for you. But at the yeah. same time, like, I'm not going to get into arguments about whether it's art or not. And I don't think it is personally, but yeah. that's me. And I mean, James is an artist and he works with AI. So it's, it's mm -hmm. so it's not like, so I can't really say one way or the other. Yeah. Right. I can say it's my personal belief, but at the same time, I just referenced James. And yeah. He is a legit artist. So there are yeah. artists using this stuff, but it's like. But the. Yeah, I mean, if but you, did, I think if you use it as a tool, it's one thing. Yeah. If you rely on it completely then and you're take not full an credit artist. for it. that's Then you're not an artist at yeah. all. Yeah. It's the same with like using it to write books or to write screenplays and stuff like that. Like, yeah, to help punch stuff up or work through ideas as a tool is a great idea. Like, it I love that great. analogy. Use it as a tool. That's yep. great. But that shouldn't be your only tool. Exactly. Because then you're bringing absolutely nothing to the dance. Yeah. You know, and... I mean, and we'll talk about Ghost Reckon or Dead Reckoning at some point, but like, I mean, you you look at the AI as Marvel templates, mm -hmm. and now you start to see, okay, well, of course, yeah, you know, and look at what's happening with Marvel and and uh, and Star Wars. Yeah, those are two where people were just like, like Marvel, Star Wars, million dollars, mm -hmm. right? And now it's like, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. You know? And I mean, granted, the hype for Avengers 5 and 6 are non-existent. Oh, non-existent. I mean, because there's no build to it. There's nothing. There's absolutely it's, nothing. It's all the sporadic shit against the wall right now. You, and, don't, you don't know where they're going to go. And, and nothing, is, uh, nothing is staying with me as much. Yeah. Like, Loki Season 1 stayed with me. That resonated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, WandaVision resonated. Mm -hmm. uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was take it or leave it. Honestly. I I already forget a lot of it. I forget. I, I remember, I the remember major, actually the major beats of it. but I remember quite a bit. Yeah. But it was one of those where it was kind of like, but it was still an eight hour movie. Yeah. And, it, and when you want to look at it like that, then it wasn't a really good eight hour movie. No. Because it was boring for large stretches of it. Yeah. Right? So like WandaVision, Loki for sure. Hawkeye stuck with me. Uh, Hawkeye, not as much. Um, uh, I want to actively forget that I watched Moon Knight. Oh, fuck. Oh. You know? Uh, I haven't started Secret Invasion. I have no interest. I watched I the have, first episode. I have no interest I watched to watch the first it. episode, and uh, it's pretty good. Yeah? It's, it's very much spy thriller type of thing. Okay. Um... The first scroll reveal was very surprising. Yeah. I was floored by it. But then in retrospect, I was like, I should have seen it coming. But, mm -hmm. yeah. I haven't uh, been able to see uh, the next couple of episodes. I've heard it's good. It's, you know, it's just one of those... I don't want to say return to form type of thing. Because, I mean, like... Because then I don't want people to start thinking like... Oh, What's it feel like? Does it feel like Winter Soldier with aliens? It's kind of got that vibe to it. Yeah. It's kind of got that vibe to it. Like, it does kind of... It's more of spy thriller. Okay. Um, but it is also a, a character study with Nick Fury as well. It's it's good. Like I, I, I'm going to watch it. I just... I have no excitement for it. It's like, Secret Invasion is on. I was like... Oh, well, and neither okay. did uh, fucking Disney because they did nothing to market it. Yeah, it just went. Big. Oh wait, by the way, it's out. Yeah, it's on next week. There it is. It's out next week. Yeah, you know, uh, Miss Marvel doesn't didn't really resonate with me either. 
I liked it. I enjoyed it, but it's very forgettable. Yeah, yeah. It's just. I liked, like. She's I, I love only, her. Yeah, exactly. I love her. It's the only thing that made yeah. me go, wow. She's, she's fucking hilarious. She's cute. Everything fucking, else, I was like, okay. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, she was really great in that Doctor role. Doctor Strange 2 is definitely, I want to, it's like, I want to rewatch it because I remember really liking it, but then it was like, the hype's gone, and then I was like, oh, you know what, it was, it was okay. Like, it was good. It was okay. I enjoyed it. I'm not disappointed I saw it in the theater. Yeah. But if given a choice to do it again, I wouldn't. I don't think I would either. Ant-Man 3, I wouldn't either. Yeah, and I really enjoy. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it over. Yep, over uh, Doctor Strange too. But I wouldn't see that. But then I sit on it now, and I'm just like, Love and Thunder. Well, Love and Thunder, I didn't watch. I was no. There was no way I was watching that in the theater. But that was horrible. Yeah, was so horrible. You had a character called Gore the God Butcher, and you did fuck all with him. Fuck all. And then you cast, and he was amazing. Fucking, he was amazing. For what we got, he he was was as good as so good. But yeah. Connor Forever, I keep that's almost completely gone out of my mind. I remember very little of it already. Yeah, especially after you watch the first episode of uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can spoil it if you want. Spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Go okay. Spoilers. 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 So I already know that Maria Hill dies. I got that one yep. spoiled for me. Ross is a scroll. Ross. Yeah. Everett Ross. Oh, Everett Ross. Not sorry. Uh, what's not Thunderbolt Ross? No, not Thunderbolt Ross. Okay, Everett Ross. Yeah. Okay, so Martin uh, uh, Freeman. Yeah. So his entire plot line in Wakanda Forever means nothing. Didn't have to happen at all. And we said that's one of the ones we would cut. Yeah. And it was, you know, so it was just. And we also were like, why isn't he at the funeral? Well, I guess I was explain why he wasn't there. He was a squirrel. I mean, you could argue that they just wanted it a closed ceremony. Yeah. I can accept that one. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, well, what? Because not only was he out as a scroll, but he's dead. So they killed him. So that's the other part. I forgot to mention that part. So yeah, he's a scroll, and they killed him. So where's the real Everett Ross? I haven't watched the other couple of episodes. So I don't. Really I, know. I, I don't know. But man. now but I they, don't know. You know, like people saying that there is no burnout. There is. When there's too much, when it gets flooded, there is. There's an absolute. Burnout. Oh, of course. If you're gonna have fucking twelve shows a year, I'm just I'm gonna stop caring. I already don't. Yeah, I already don't. Yeah, you know. Like, what if I haven't got through? I, I watch. I will. I, I watch will. an episode every six months. I'm like, oh yeah, what if? And I watch I, episode. I'm, getting, I'm like, okay. I I don't even. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, Guardians three is the only one. That I'm like, yeah, no, that's still it's. Guardian, I still Guardians go back 3 and I go, man, is that fucking was so perfect. fucking good. You know what? I really like Shang Chi too. Shang Chi was so. Shang Chi was really good. Oh, Black man. Widow, I really like, but I, I really liked it, but it, it was a nothing. It was movie. just there to introduce these new characters. Yeah, because I mean, she's dead. We don't know if she's dead, so why she have her own movie yeah. now? Yeah, exactly. Like we talked about in our camcast, that should have been the third movie. Yes. In her own trilogy. Yeah. And then everything else. Then I'd have no issues with anything. Yeah. Like absolutely. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, the special effects were rough in some of those spots, but mm-hmm. I mean some of the special effects in the ghost or uh, dead reckoning. I don't know why I keep saying ghost reckoning, but dead reckoning, there was a couple of parts in the final sequence. Yeah, yeah. That you was... mentioned something about that and I I'm I'm interested to talk to you about that because yeah. to me, the film, I, I didn't really catch anything that bugged me. 
it, I'll tell you right now, like yeah. in comparison, yeah, uh, it's I, I'm just mentioning it because it was noticeable, but I wasn't okay. like, oh, god, yeah, was, yeah, because even like the the Black Widow stuff that they're shitting on, like the explosions and stuff like that, I was like. Okay, yeah, but like you could do that for a lot of movies. See, fucking... It didn't take me out of the movie. Yeah, you know there are scenes in some movies where I'm like, that is just so laughably bad. And that was my issue with the new indie. Yeah, I've it's heard. So... I've heard. I, and I mean, I don't like my dad. Oh, you hate the new indie? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Even your brother. Was I don't it want too. to hate it. Your brother was on the about it, too. but it looks bad at times, especially after watching Mission Impossible the next night. I'm like, this looks amazing compared to what I watched last oh, night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, but, and uh, it deals with time travel, so you're going to have a great time with that. Potentially. Oh, I had a great time with that. I was like, oh, oh, oh Chris is going to hate this. Oh, shit. So, so if, you, if you're saying that, then 100% yeah. I'm going to be like. What the fuck? Because, like I said, you establish your rules. Yeah. And as long as you follow them, yeah. or for the most part, like, I mean, with Endgame, there's some stuff where I'm like, that doesn't really, like, whatever, but, okay, fine. A little bit, yeah. They little, did, yeah. but they didn't, it wasn't the whole point. The whole point was the finale and getting everyone back together, yeah. and, 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 okay, and that's fine. And like I said, like, I'm not, okay, fuck, I, I don't know how to time travel. Mm. So, like, what are the rules, right? Yeah. Make the rules and then stay by. At least they stuck by the rules, right? Yeah. Like they said, like um, if we can return everything, then everything goes back the way as it should. And as long as you don't think about it too much, then that's fine, mm. right? Because of course you can, if you think about something long enough, you can just start pulling threads all over the place. Yeah. Okay, fine. Back to the Future, same thing. Mm -hmm. Like they set the rules, and for the most part, if until the second one or the third one. Once they get to the third one, you're like, no, 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 no. fuck that shit. Oh yeah, back in the fuck 1800s. that shit. Yeah, fuck that shit. Terminator. Uh, one and two are perfect, perfect because it's literally a time loop. Those two movies, yeah, it's a time loop. Like you get the end of the first one and and just think, oh, hey. But the fact yeah. that they didn't and they brought it back and they referenced stuff in the movie, the first one, and that's how it was able to continue. I'm like, yes, yeah. Then you get to the third, and you're like, then serves yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. well, it didn't stop it; it just shifted it. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, fuck you. That's where Aww. I go. Fuck you. But anyway, okay. So yeah, I'm probably not gonna like the time travel. So. Yeah, yeah. No, if, if I was like, uh, yeah, if you're like, Chris is gonna have a field day. Or... No, give or take, it's the best looking part of the movie. They went all out on the visual effects during this 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 yeah. part. But yeah. I was like, oh man. But and I mean, and I get it too. Like it's it's easy to shit talk the the CGI. I understand that because like, and I, I actually didn't really think about it until recently when. Some of these uh, FX guys were coming out and saying, uh, "Yeah, a lot of these movies are bad." Yeah, because that scene looks like it was shot a day. It was. Yeah, because we don't have the time. We yeah. don't have the money. Because you know, like they even said, like like Avatar Two looked absolutely incredible. They had ten fucking years and an unlimited budget to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, if if we had the same parameters, every one of our movies would look fucking incredible. And then I was like, yeah, okay, all right, you know. Yeah, obviously, yeah. So, and then you look at, like, again, Marvel and Star Wars, if they're pumping out a movie every year, mm -hmm. and the gestation cycle is, what, two, maybe three years? Yep. In between, like, to get the, and the, but they're cycling movies every year. Well, yeah, obviously. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's going to be some shit, you know? Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so yeah, you know, we're gonna see the we're gonna see the death of the industry probably. Hopefully not in our lifetime. 
but uh, who knows? It, it's yeah. I don't. It won't be a death, but it's going to be a significant difference. Yeah. Yeah. And, and most of it is because the fucking overlords are like. <laughs> yeah. We hold all the cards. Peons. We hold all the cards, so yeah. if you want our scraps, then you'll... And then it's like, okay, but then what? So I say yes to your terms, and you might as well just use the uh, AI chatbot anyway, because yeah. what the fuck's the point? Yeah. Because you're just going to go, the script that I just uh, pumped into this machine, that's just like every other script that we pumped into this machine, just do that. I'm like, well, why don't you just get the AI to direct the movie? Get the AI to do the cinematography. Yeah, do all of it. Do the score. Get the AI to do every single Everything. aspect of this movie. The casting. Yeah, everyone, all of it. everyone will have seven fingers, and it'll yeah. be awesome. And like, yeah, hands and, and eating will yeah. look super weird. Uh, like, there's just certain things. Yeah. And like, but it's like, okay, then then do it all, mm -hmm. do it all, and then fucking, you know. Yeah. But they can't because we've got how many generations where celebrities are treated as royalty, mm -hmm. right? Well, that's going to bite them in the ass now because now you won't be able to do whatever the fuck you want just because you're nope. Jonah Hill or or. Uh, Tom Cruise. Yep. I, I just said Jonah Hill just because he's in the news. He's in the news. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He was an insecure boyfriend. He wasn't necessarily a good boyfriend, but the, as far as my understanding is, the relationship's been over for almost two years. Yeah. And now she's bringing it up. It's, it's weird. Like, this. there's the one with, uh, I can't remember her name, but she's now outing, like, Justin Long, and she's saying, like, Jonah Hill, and, and she's saying, like, we were young, and they were, like, we were all underage, and we were at these people's parties, and, like, okay, fine. Like, yeah, out every single fucking sexual predator. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Yeah. The stuff with Jonah Hill and his ex-girlfriend, it just sounds... It's weird. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, I read the texts and everything, and I felt, it was one of those where I'm like... I'm reading it, and then I'm like, I don't really care. Why am I reading this? And then at the end of the day, I was like, okay. So he just sounded like at that period in time, he was going through some shit. He's very insecure. And you guys got together, and, and you're, it wasn't you're, the right move. You're a surfer, but I don't want you to be in the bathing suit. Uh, like right. it just, it just sounded like he was working through some. He had issues that he was either working through or not working through. But regardless, uh, he had issues, and. It didn't work, like yep. obviously, because you guys are not together now. Mm -hmm. And okay, there's a million other women that deal with that, but their boyfriend isn't Jonah Hill. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I mean, like, don't get me wrong, it's bad. Like, it was a bad situation. Yeah, for both of them, mm -hmm. because it it didn't sound like Jonah was happy. No, she obviously wasn't happy because I wouldn't be having that situation. I would be happy to with be that. Fair. To be fair, no. I wouldn't be happy like on either like, end of it, the spectrum. The, calling that off is the right thing to do for both of them. Yeah, exactly. So, but, and that's kind of the final note is where like, but then what happens to the royalty, right? Right. You need these people to do this stuff. You need people to do this stuff. You need to have the human touch because otherwise then yep. it's just a soulless fucking machine mm -hmm. that eventually won't be churning out the money that it was in the beginning. Right. Yeah, you're cost-cutting here, but eventually, if you have nothing, how can you cost-cut? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because zero minus zero is still... Mission Impossible! Dead Reckoning! Unless you have anything else you want to talk about. No, I think that's great. Yeah, okay. Because I... I mean, we're an uh, hour and a half in. We should probably get to... Okay. Dead Reckoning. All right. So, yes, yes. This movie, Kenneth and I have been waiting forever. 
So let's it's so see much this. more than just a movie. Oh no, yeah, it's, it's not the Flash. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So once again, directed by Christopher McQuarrie, who will pretty much, I feel, direct the uh, the next batch of movies for however long this franchise goes on, unless they get crazy and decide to do something else. But Tom has been working with him since Valkyrie. Yeah. So and they work great together. They absolutely do. Yeah. I have no issues with this at all. Like I, I did say, like I was surprised that Brad Bird, uh, Brad Bird, <laughs> Bird, didn't reprise Bert or didn't come back. And I know that that was part of it. He, he was going to, and then it just didn't happen. But um, I mean, fuck it. Okay. Yeah. So then it was written by Christopher McQuarrie and Eric Jenderson, and uh, well, it's starring a lot of people. We'll get to the budget. 291 mil. I'm rounding it up to three. It's 300. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's currently sitting at 19.4 million. It's got an estimated weekend of 250. That's what they're looking at pulling in. Yep. Uh, yeah. So the cast is, uh, just this Tom Cruise guy playing once again, playing Ethan hunt. So, I like that. They say an IMF agent and leader of an operative team where it should be the IMF agent. Yeah. And, leader of the operative team yeah. i mean up at, i will say up until this point this is the only time where they've hinted at other imf teams yep uh and even recruiting the guy in the oh by the way massive fucking spoilers for this movie oh yeah if you have not seen this movie stop watching now it's a good chance you have it because it just, just came out on tuesday, tuesday. yeah, yeah. For you, it was the most significant day of your life. But for me, it was just another Tuesday. It's my mm. favorite line. Uh, second place for the billing, Haley Atwell. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking about that right off the start. Like, but oh, then you watch the movie, and of course, she has She yeah, has, yeah. So yeah. she's uh, as Grace. She is a burglar, and Ethan's new ally. <laughs> Fucking. Wikipedia blows me away. Christopher McQuarrie described <laughs> Atwell's character as a destructive force of nature. I didn't think she was that destructive, but a force no. of nature, I'll give her that. Yeah. While Atwell explained that her character's loyalties are somewhat ambiguous. No, it isn't. She wants money. Yeah. She grew up on the streets, lived a life of crime, wants mm -hmm. money, and uh, that's it. Mm -hmm. Nothing ambiguous about that. No. Bing Rames once again returns as Luther Stickle. Big Bing! The IMF computer technician. Hunt's Man. best friend and a member of his team. The only other guy besides Tom that's been in it since the beginning. How crazy is that? Well. And he does nothing now besides Mission Impossible. Oh, I know. But good for him. Oh, no, he, him. he was doing uh, those uh, Arby's He's... commercials. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We bring the meat. Come on, man. <laughs> we bring the meat. You know, and I'm not shit talking. Good for him. Good for but him. yeah, you know what? Good it's, for uh, him. it's good for him. It's uh, anytime you hear me emphasize the, yeah, it's because Wikipedia has an IMF. Oh, so now we go to Simon Pegg as Benji Dunn, the IMF technical field agent and a member of Hunt's team. Uh, second or yeah, he's now the second longest. So yeah, second yes, longest. Yes, it's number three. Rebecca Ferguson returns as Ilsa Faust, a mm. disavowed MI6 agent who allied with Hunt's team during Mission Impossible Rogue Nation and Mission Impossible Followed. The only thing that really bothered me about this team, this uh, movie, was uh, in terms of her, was by the end of Followed, you think she's going to be part of the IMF. Right. And then for some reason, she Th this is, kicks but off, isn't. And then, yeah. But okay, fine. Vanessa Kirby returns as uh, Alana Mitsopoulos, the black arms dealer. <laughs> 
Ed Broker, who goes by the alias White Widow. And just to remind everybody, she's the daughter of Max, the arms dealer, originally played by Vanessa Redgrave from the first film. Mm -hmm. S.I. Morales as Gabriel, a powerful, a powerful terrorist, and Ethan's adversary aiming to use the Entity, an all-powerful AI system, to rule the world. He was a friend and ally of Ethan prior to Ethan becoming an IMF agent. We've got... Uh, Fuck, such a great one. Palm Clementief as Paris, yeah. a French assassin who works for Gabriel, and she's fucking awesome. Which I didn't, she was amazing. I knew she was going to be good because yeah. I, I've been a fan of her since Guardians, yeah. so, or Guardians 2, I should say. But I knew she was going to be good, but wow, was she ever really good. Um, they actually gave the casting for this Mariella Garriga as Marie, a woman from Ethan and Gabriel's past. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, they she got that over Henry Zerny as Eugene Kittredge, the director <laughs> of IMF and CIA, last seen in Mission Impossible One. Shay Wiggum, see what I mean? Like another one. Yeah, Wiggum was so great in this. <laughs> I, I fucking love Wiggum. Jasper Briggs, an enforcer for the community, tasked with hunting Ethan and Greg Tarzan Davis, fucking sweet name, as <laughs> Degas Briggs's partner. And then, of course, we've got uh, Frederick Schmidt. Reprises his role as Zola Mitsopoulos. Uh, what's her face? His brother. Al yep. Yeah, Alana's brother, literally yep. the next line. Chris, come on, read. Carrie Elwes appears as Denlinger, the director of national intelligence. Mm -hmm. uh, Charles Pardell, Rob Delaney, Indira Varma, and Mark Gaddis appear as various people of the community of the uh, national intelligence. So, fuck, man, this movie was awesome. Holy shit, this movie was awesome. It was so fucking good. God damn. And I mean, okay, so we're coming off of like a string of just like better after better after better after yeah. better, starting yeah. with Ghost Protocol, and it starts to just fucking figure out, okay, we're going to do insane stunts. Yep. We're going to actually have fun with this. Yep. We're going to lean into some of the absurdities and make fun, and then we get to Rogue Nation. And they start to dial it back in terms of, they start to ground it a bit in real, realism, mm -hmm. okay? Because uh, there was a lot of fantastical shit in uh, Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Still awesome. But, oh, yeah. So Rogue Nation, still fantastical, but still crazy stunts, but a little bit more grounded. Then you get Fallout, and you're just like, holy fuck, like, Fallout's the pinnacle. You can't get better than this, but they retain almost 90% of the original, the last two movies, three movies, because Brad... Or, sorry, uh, Macquarie was writing. He wrote the script, or helped write for uh, Ghost Protocol. Yeah. So, yeah, he was you get to Dead Reckoning, yep. and it's just like, holy fuck! And they start mirroring the first one. Yeah. You had Dutch angles, because yeah. fucking Brian De Palma. You had an entire climax that happened on a fucking train. And relentless. Like I said that relentless. I said that the entire time where it was like you really couldn't catch a breath. My dad said that was so suspenseful, it felt like a Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's true. That whole it was that whole very suspenseful. Like whereas uh I was saying Fallout is like one of the best action movies. Yeah. While the set pieces in this certainly are crazier than fallout mm -hmm. this is more of a suspenseful thriller yeah than it is an action movie yeah okay like these were more thriller beats there's less like actual there's literally less action As, there's a lot more character uh development not so much development but just like just character times with characters just 
it's more impactful. You have more moments with the characters now. Like I'm not going to like the part in the airport. Yeah, the part in the airport where uh, we establish the three of them are sitting together before Ethan has Zoe, and they're all talking and stuff. And I was like, that's really cool. You never just see moments of them just sitting there and talking. Exactly. Like uh, for full disclosure, Fallout is still my favorite of the series so far. I'm gonna say that right out of the gates. Mine's still my favorite. Mine right too. Out of the gates and it was, so it was, far. it was like there was moments where I was like, like I said, I was going back and forth. I, I haven't hawed Tuesday night. Oh, Fallout's better. Fallout's and then I left better. it. I was like, ooh. I no, left it entirely really Wednesday. I left it until last night, and then I came up with my ranking, and I was like, okay. Then it came down to like, okay, well, if I move the impressive set pieces from this as a movie, do I enjoy it more than Fallout? I think I like Fallout more. I do. Yeah. I hundred percent do. Um, and. A lot of that has to do with Sean Harris because the fuck he's so good as the villain. Oh, yeah, but the also is awesome, you know. But then again, it's but the groundwork was done in in Rogue Nation, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you come off Rogue Nation, you get to Fallout, and like we came out of Fallout, and we're both just like, holy fuck, right? Same reaction. We came out of yeah. this, and we're like, holy fuck, yeah. holy fuck, yeah. right? Um, and for good reason, like you said, we had character beats. Now we got character beats in Fallout. Yep. Yeah, we got character beats in Rogue Nation. We got character beats. In fact, it seems like we got character beats right up and like from four and up, right? Because I think they started looking at it now, like, okay, but who's Ethan, right? Mm. Because in the first one, he's cocky upstart. Yeah. Second one, a little bit more established, but okay. Third one, he got married. What? Yeah. Then after that, then it's dealing with all of that, right? And yeah. then it's like, now we're starting to see more of a picture of Ethan as a character and not just a cipher for the audience, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not just uh, the American version of James Bond. Now this is a fully formed character that can carry this, but it bleeds into the other characters, yeah. right? Um, holy shit. But yeah, like... They never really stay in one spot for too long. No. But there's character work and all these little bits. Even the, the quiet moment in Venice where Ilsa... It was that moment where I knew what was coming. Ilsa and Tom or and, and Ethan are on the balcony. Yeah. And they're just like, it's my first time in Paris. It's, or in Venice. In Venice. And he's like, me too. Me too. And then she puts her head on Just this shoulder. nice little intimate yeah. moment. And apparently that's the scene where originally there was like multiple lines of dialogue. And then there was, then they thinned it out. And then eventually it just became those two lines. Yeah. And Macquarie was saying, like, even with those two lines, everything that they're doing with their bodies and stuff sells it. And you're like, yeah, totally does. Sure. Totally. Oh, does. yeah. I didn't think it, she was going to, Ilsa Faust apparently dies in this movie. I didn't think she was going to until the fight scene with Gabriel. Yeah. Then I was like, she's dying. Yeah. When he's like, Ilsa, you're not too far. You can turn around and come back. And yeah. No, don't, don't. It's well, a go. The AI voice took over Benji's. I was like, "Holy fuck! Holy shit!" That was nuts. Holy shit! That was crazy. Yeah, creepy too. Oh yeah, super. Creepy. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, but the 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 general plot with the the entity, this AI that can go wherever it wants, do whatever it wants, and there's really nothing you can do unless you have this key, uh, which is the MacGuffin of the entire film. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but the other part is finding out the uh, black box, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. The, the, in fact, the only way to, to control it and or destroy it, which is Lost of the Sub. Yeah. But the opening was incredible. The opening is crazy good. Super slow, super suspenseful. What I loved about that was like, 
especially like, again coming off of the last three movies. Yeah, it's like action in the in the beginning. It's yeah. just click click click, right? Whereas this one, it's slow build. This is slow. slow build. I felt it right away. I was like, ooh, it's a little different. This is different, and again, uh, that's Macquarie. Because yeah. if you watched Rogue Nation and you thought it was going to be exactly the same in Fallout, you were wrong yeah. because it was an entirely different movie. Mm-hmm. And then now, and, and I we were kind of like, how is it going to be, right? Like, oh, fuck, man. It's so fucking good, though. And then you get oh. that uh, skip the dishes delivery driver. Yeah. Get to that. And it, that, that was funny. He's, he's in the house. Hello, hello, and Ethan Chan just walks out of darkness. Yeah, I thought I'm going to do that too. Skip the dishes, drive one. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Hello, but I liked that, and I liked that they were recruiting people, which I thought, and like I was saying, like it gives you an example, an idea that maybe there is more than one IMF team. Yeah, right. I mean, they kind of dabbled with that in Ghost Protocol, but I looked at it like, well, Ethan wasn't in the field, Mm -hmm. so they were working around that, right? And then the Josh Holloway character was the Ethan character in lieu of that. And then once he was dead, and of course they they got Ethan out, and it was just, again, like, but I, I, but again, yeah, so ultimately it's just that team, because you always think it's just that one team. So I kind of like that it's branching off type of thing. Um, the community I thought was an interesting concept. All the various yep. heads of the intelligence organizations all kind of working that together. Was very cool. Um, and then even just Shay Wiggum's character just being like familiar with Ethan and just being like, fuck this guy. Like, he's just fucking, he's just goddamn agent of chaos. But, <laughs> but there's no like, he's at no point in time is he like taking Ethan lightly. Yeah. Yes, he wants to take him down because that's his job, and he also wants to be the guy to say, I fucking finally beat this cocksucker, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not like, I got him. It's no big deal. He he knows that. Oh, he knows. He has it's to. It's a big deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. he knows that it's it's not like, even when they say stuff, it's like, he can get in anywhere. Mm-hmm. He can get out. Like, you, you can't contain this guy. There's nothing you can do. He's the best of the best. They're like, they're not saying it like, they're like, fuck this. Like, Yep. There's nothing we really can do, but Get I do. Work out. I do like. Um, I do like the one part where they're just like, like, what do you mean you send word? And they're he's just like, well, you know, we just kind of we we just send word. We like we say there's a mission that no one else can do, and, and they take it on, and we don't ask questions, and we don't really talk about it, and then it gets done, and <laughs> it sounds so like that's it ridiculous. It's right? it's absurd. <laughs> What? It's absurd, <laughs> and I like that the other characters were like, like, what? Like, I yeah. can't, like, I, I want a mission done. I go, okay, here, guys, this is your mission. And uh, this is the money that you have to do it with. And these are the parameters. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do. You are like, we just send something out into the ether. And then it comes back like, yeah, all done. <laughs> like, <laughs> What the fuck? And, uh, and that's what I mean, like, when they're starting to lean into the absurdity, but also making fun of it in that aspect. Yeah. Uh, I, lo- I, lo- I was thinking about, like, Ghost Protocol when they did the, uh, like, the message will self-destruct. Right. And Ethan walks away from the phone, and then it's like, then walks back, and then it's like, and he's like, oh, okay. And it's like, <laughs> you're making fun of something that's part of the trope. Yeah. So you're poking fun at it, and this is the same thing, because you're right, like, it's fucking insane. Like in the real world, you'd be like, is that really a thing that you could just carte blanche, do whatever the fuck you want and go rogue so many times. Yeah. <laughs> but it's only going rogue because, you know, 
your government has to go against you or something or another government, but you're only going rogue because you can't really do it within the confines. They're mm. always rogue, you know, <laughs> right? And then it's just like, it's fucking insane. Like, there's no overhead. There's no accountability. Yeah, there's really. no nothing. There's apparently an, an endless sea of money. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we watch it. We go like, I want more of this, right? And yet I, I, and I loved that they poked fun at it. Yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't like, like eye rolling. It was like winking to the camera kind of thing, but yeah. it was still just like, we take it seriously. And and Shea Wiggum did a perfect job of acknowledging the absurdity and the craziness that is this character. And then still at the same time going, yeah, but he's a fucking big deal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he, oh, fucking, he's the white whale. But as soon as I saw him in the credits, Shea Wiggum, I was like, yes. I heard he was cast. I love I was, that guy. I heard he was cast. I was like, oh man, this is great. Cause, uh, he either plays like a fucking asshole, yep, bad guy, mm-hmm. or he plays the like straight asshole. But yeah, he's there's something more to like in Kong uh, Skull Island. Oh yeah, see, he was one of the standouts here too. I was just like, okay, I know what I'm gonna get, and then by the halfway through the movie, I'm like, oh wait, no, 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 no. Now I know what I'm gonna get, and then it that's exactly what it was, and yeah. it's exactly the same character here. You know, it is. It really again. is. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of uh, part two, he's the new uh, director. I would love that. I would love that too. I would love that too because I mean, Henry Zerny coming back to be the, which is cool. It's cool. Very I just cool. I don't see the legs in it. No, you know, but I would like an actual stable. I'm almost surprised that. Well, obviously now there's issues, but like Jeremy Renner kind of just vanished, right? You think he would get into that position? I was surprised that honestly, I thought he was going to be a surprise stunt cat, like a surprise that like he'd be in this movie and we just didn't know. Yeah, I'm still holding out that he's in the eighth, and we just they're just like clever, cleverly keeping it. As yeah, because McCory said they wanted him back, but the MCU thing, like he had, he had all his yeah, but maybe Hawkeye. Yeah, but that's all done now. Yeah, now exactly. He's, now he's recovering, but now he's recovering. But like, uh, but part of me also kind of looks at it like, how do you fit him in now? Like, especially after watching this, how do you fit him in? Like, I do, I do think he's going to be in the eighth movie, hundred percent. I feel like he's going to be in it, but I don't think it's going to be anything other than uh, like maybe a baton passing to the next guy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. sort of like. Uh, I, you know, he was the actual director or something like that or, or something, right, or right, maybe right. even just he's in it and it's just kind of like, a, oh, hey, hey, Ethan, or that kind of thing or something. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, but then it, if that's the case, then I'm like, yeah, don't put him in it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that Paula Patton, if you're not really going to do anything with her, then don't put her that's in the point. movie, you know? So having that little bit in uh, Rogue Nation and then not seeing him again, it's like, okay, like, yeah, I would love to see more. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, it depends on how. Yeah. If it's a 30-second thing, no. No thanks. Save your time. Save the money shooting. Yeah. It. Don't bother. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, fuck. The, the set pieces. The set pieces. The set the pieces are in this movie are... They're insane. They're absolutely they're insane. Psychotic. Like They're absolutely insane. They're so good before the train sequence. And then it's off another fucking level with the train sequence. And but the like, reason why... Oh, sorry, go the on. The chase. The car chase? Yeah, yeah. All of that. You know, um, I've heard some people think it's too long. I've, I've been seeing that quite a bit lately, that it's been too long. And I, I actually feel like it. No. And I had no problem with the comedic 
beats with it too. Like I I said that to you right in the beginning. Yeah. Of, uh, like right in the I think we were actually at the the Venice scene in the car chase, and I I was saying like there's complaints. You got switch cars, and then he gets that little too yellow funny. thing. And and I was like, how is it too funny? Yeah. Like my issue. Yeah, it's funny, but my issue is when it's forced. Yeah. When like when it's like that Marvel like you need to have a joke like every thirty seconds. Mm. You can't have any really serious beats because you need to have a joke to undercut that. Imagine No Way Home with the amount of jokes that uh, Love and Thunder attempted to land. Mm. That would be awful. Like I I'll beat up on Love and Thunder all day long because like sure Ragnarok was funny and it's yeah. funnier than you expected it to be. Yeah. But. It wasn't this. Oh yeah, you know. And so imagine again, no way home. Not now. It's two hours, right? Mm -hmm. And it's joke, 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 yep. joke, 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 joke. Maybe you get a serious speak. Joke, joke, joke. Imagine how uh, how impactful Aunt May's death would have been in that movie, in that scenario. Right, right. You know, it wouldn't have been. Mm -hmm. I would have been fucking furious. Oh yeah, spat a little bit. Sorry. Oh, did you? I but I would have been fucking furious because I, you know, so. This, none of this felt out of place. No, none I mean, of this felt forced. There was clearly a chemistry between the two of them, between Grace and Ethan, which led to like an awkwardness almost when they had to spend moments together. Yeah, they're handcuffed to each other. Yeah, they get this little tiny fucking car. Yeah, and it, it's just like this awkward moment where where it's funny. Yeah, because he's just like, oh well, I was expecting something bigger, and you know, yeah. Sexier, like spy. It was, car. yeah, exactly. Like even that part, like the fact that, like they got that car, yeah, and all of a sudden now Ethan is just kind of like, like doing this weird like loser move where he's just going, I wasn't, I mean, it's, I wasn't expecting this. I was yeah. expecting something bigger, and she's like, okay, like I don't fucking know, yeah, what's I don't know whatever. Anyway, I mean, all right, yeah, you know, and then they get in, and, and it's like over. It's like, I thought I was going to, oh yeah, you got to go over here. So it was like, I thought it was funny. I mean, it was inherently funny and it, I, it was refreshing to see Ethan as a character. Exactly. A little bit of a stumbler and yeah. like a, a little bit, there's, almost oh, self-conscious about a human this. element to him. Like yeah. all of a sudden yeah. it's like, he's self-conscious. It's like all of his, like he ate a big fat burger and now yeah. his belly's showing. You're like, oh, I, I don't normally have a belly. I just, uh, I just ate, you know, and it's just like, it was funny. Like again, nothing was out of place, nothing seemed forced. Right. You know? And they were happening in scenes where you would expect that. Right? Like, there were no jokes at the climax of the scene. No. There was no little bits of, like, ha ha ha, this is... It yeah. was, like, in fact, the comedy stopped after Ilsa's death. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so we were getting all these kind of funny little things... But I, well, I think actually it really stopped uh, once they got to Venice. Yeah. You know, but you had to establish grace, mm -hmm. right? And of course it was going to be a fun, flirty thing between them because yeah. she is going to be a playful foil because it's not like she's just Joe Blow Jane in the, I work in the computer software area. No, this is a, a seasoned uh, thief, mm -hmm. right? So... And a lot of the stuff they did with their hands and like even just the tricks that he was doing with his hands and stuff, I was like, yeah, this is perfect. I like it. It very much reminded me of Batman and Catwoman. Yeah. There was you that know what I mean? interplay. Like, there, yeah, there was like, that interplay. She's... Now, granted, having said that, I not I don't want her to now be the love interest. Yeah. I think if, if they weren't going to do it with Ilsa, and of course she does in fact, is in fact dead, and we find out that she, it was her that did in fact die, and there was nothing else, uh, 
then I'm at the point where I'm like, then don't do a, a love interest for him. Don't bother. I'm upset she's dead too. Like I always thought, Mission Impossible could have spinoffs outside of Tom. Yeah, we talked about the plenty times. Elsa could easily have a spinoff. Oh, in yeah. fact, I would gladly watch a spinoff between Followed and this, showing you what she was doing. Yeah, exactly. And especially because they established by the end of Rogue Nation, yeah, that actually about halfway through that this is the female equivalent to Ethan. Mm -hmm. She is on his level. Yeah. Up until this point, no one else has been on his level. She has been. Yeah. And I okay, like they should have. We should have seen it coming when Macquarie was saying, like, they can't get together. Yeah. Because if they get together, she has to die. Right. Right? Because that's how it happens. Okay, so if they didn't get together, why the fuck you die? <laughs> well, yeah, I've got my theories. Yeah. You know, I've already I know said, your theories. I know your theories. Yeah. Now. It, it is partly optimism and hopeful and wishful thinking because. You have made me feel more optimistic well, about it. I mean, first of all, they when they. Uh, they start the movie where Zerny reaches out to Ethan and says, you got to find her because mm -hmm. there's a bounty on her head and here she is. And she's running a mission and we're like, she's running a mission without the IMF. So then, you know, and, and you yeah. find out that she's got one half of the key, yeah. you know, and uh, you think they, that they faked her death in the beginning of the movie. I think they faked their death here, but I think that Ethan doesn't know that she's dead. I don't think that, or that she's alive. I think the rest of the team okay, okay. believes she's dead because she was working a mission with Zerny without Ethan's knowledge. He didn't know. He just knew right. she was off doing something. And then, you know, the whole thing with Gabriel and the entity, they're going after his loved ones because that's how you hurt Ethan. And that's how you make him fuck up and act recklessly. Right. So why wouldn't she fake her death? But isn't Kittredge under the impression that she's already dead? Maybe. Maybe he is. But remember, he ran a mission with Ethan mm -hmm. without tell like he told her after the fact yeah. that she was running a mission, right? Right, right. And then gave him the mission at the end of the movie. The official, like, the whole world's coming after you. Yeah. You know, and like this could very well be the last Mission Impossible. Like it could be the last one, especially with the stakes the way it is. But I don't know. I yeah, I'll give you. I'll say it is more hopeful optimism because, like you were saying, I love the character. But like that, just like the rage in Ethan on the train at the end with Gabriel. Well, that's why I'm saying I, I don't I, think I he knows like, she's alive. I think that's part of it. I I really hope. You're right. I, I really think, hope you're right. I, I, I fucking love Ilsa. I, I love I Ilsa. Do. I do too. I love too. Rebecca Ferguson. But I love Ilsa. I Foss love both. I love both. Yeah. The, and I mean, like, uh, I will give you that it is hopeful optimism. Yeah. But I'm looking at it like she was running this mission without Ethan knowing. Mm -hmm. She knows Ethan. She's been around them enough to know that how you get to Ethan is through his family. Yep. Which is, this is what it is now. You know, this is a guy that lost his team mm -hmm. in the first mission that he ever did with yep. IMF. Yep. And then he spent the rest of his life finding new friends and doing everything he could to keep them alive. Yep. Hell, they faked his wife's death just yeah. so that she could live a life and he could live his life. And okay, fine. And then you think, okay, well, you know, she's the female Ethan, so they could get together. Well, maybe it's not in the cards and okay, fine. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's also how they 
end her story with him and they go off into the sunset. Who knows? Who mm-hmm. knows? But mm-hmm. I do kind of think, uh, I think it might be one of those things where towards the end of the movie, it's going to be coming down to the wire and all of a sudden somebody gets picked off. Yeah. And they kind of go, wait, what the fuck? And someone else gets picked off because we didn't see her really being a sniper until, until this, this movie. And then you're like, oh, okay. Well. And she, you're a fucking sniper. Oh, she's a sniper. So, if... And, and, okay, and this is going to affect my ranking, too. If it turns out... Right. That she is, in fact, dead, it's going to bump Dead Reckoning for me. Okay. Part one. It will... So what, though? What's to that ring? Okay. Do you want to do this now? Let's just do it. Okay, let's get this out of the way. Let's do All it. Right. All right. So first is Fallout. Yes. Second, yeah. Rogue Nation. Really? Yep. Wow. Dead Reckoning is third. Okay. Then it's Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Uh, then it's Mission Impossible. Then it's three. Then it's two. Right. Uh, and the reason why Dead Reckoning is third, one of the reasons, is because, like I referenced earlier when we were talking in the kitchen, it's Infinity War. You watch Infinity War, you have to watch Endgame within... You can't just watch Infinity War and go, okay, alright. Yeah. You can watch Endgame on its own. You don't have to watch Infinity War. Mm-hmm. But if you watch Infinity War, you have to watch Endgame. You watch this, you have to watch the second chapter. Yeah, You have to. It would have been the same if John Wick uh, 4 and 5 were actually split up the way it was supposed to be. Yep. Because 4 would have ended on a cliffhanger. Yep. And then 5 would have been the end. Mm-hmm. So 4 would have been amazing. But you would have had to have watched. Right. So that's part of it. Uh, the other part was when they killed Ilsa, or they appear to kill Ilsa, sucked a little bit out of me because I spent the rest of the movie going like you and I both were like oh man and then I was like no but like oh man no but like so it shifted the movie a bit for me because of that yeah okay and it wouldn't have mattered who it was if they killed Benji same thing if they killed Luther and I was saying if they're going to kill anyone it would have been Luther but it would have done the same thing and it would have shifted it for me so those are the two reasons why it was placed there, even though in terms of the spectacle, yeah, it's just like Fallout. It tops everything before it. Oh yeah, the spectacle is like the the chase scene. And I was at first when I was watching it, I was like, I like the motorcycle scene in Fallout better than the Venice car chase scene. Okay, but then I was thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, but they're they're both awesome. Mm-hmm. They're both equally awesome. Yeah. And I can't really honestly say I like one over the other because we're also talking about two different types of movies, right? Like, that's a relentless action movie. This was a relentless thriller action movie. Yeah. Like, there was more thriller aspects to this. And it was, like your dad said, it was way more suspenseful. Way more. You know, they felt like there was more stakes in this movie when we're, you know, and I and a large part of that has to do with the fact that we're we were talking about AI now we're literally talking about a movie. Oh, man, right? The AI is right? taking over. AI is the villain. And the AI is literally just wants to survive. Yeah. Right? And, of course, there's all these things I want to use. And it's it's true. Yeah. 
if there was an actual AI, eventually if AI turns into this, mm -hmm. every country is going to want to be able to do have it and control it because then they can control the world. Yeah, you know, so that is inherently scary because I've been a crazy hat for years where I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to see VR and I don't want to see AI and I don't want to see, you know, complete immersion into this AI realm because you know. The Matrix, when you get out of the Matrix, life sucks. Mm. You know? Yeah. Uh, the future and the Terminator didn't work out well for yeah. us. No. Okay? No, it sucks. We literally had to send an asshole fucking back in time to knock up some broad <laughs> <laughs> just to create the savior of mankind. Like, yeah. Like, no. So, like, that's suspenseful, right? And also, you sometimes you think like we're gonna watch the movie that Tom Cruise dies in. That's scary to think. Like, and that's that and lends to it, right? Like yeah. you, because we talk about like, and, and okay, so here's the part where this scene, uh, the CGI was a little shoddy. Okay. It was in the train scene because you could tell it was green screen. In the train itself? Not in the train itself. When they were all outside of the train, when they were fighting on the oh, train, yeah, itself, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a number of parts where I'm like, I could tell that's green screen. Really, yeah? But it wasn't like, oh, God, that's so terrible. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, green screen. Oh, yeah, green screen. But that that's it. Yeah. Because, again, like, we're talking about a movie that's, like, I'm going to say probably 70% real practical effects. Oh, easily. And then the rest is just CGI finishing. Like, obviously, the CGI backgrounds for the fight scenes on yeah. the train and stuff yeah. like that. But the inside of the train, no, that's, that's completely created. Yeah. Like, even the... the the kitchen, it's a fully functioning kitchen, which I was like, that's absurd, guys. You didn't have to do a fully functioning kitchen. Like, come on. You're wrecking the fucking thing. <laughs> you know? But, like... It's amazing. Like, the, the CG was fantastic when it is used. Oh, no, yeah. It, like, it's incredible. If I never saw that uh, making of the motorcycle jump stunt. I would never have thought that fucking mountain top wasn't yeah, a real mountain exactly top. i it's same thing i would never look like a legit mountain top at all they took a jump off of. exactly yeah but like that's a ramp what it's just fucking like but again they're using most of their money on the practical stuff yeah and then so then they but tom's also like him and his crew are guys that show up and they they're either at budget or under budget. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the thing. Like, yeah. So you don't hear of, and they're usually pretty good for time too. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. they're under budget and they're usually on time or like either under or on budget and they're either under or on time. There aren't any delays. Like the only reason why we got delayed was because of COVID, mm -hmm. you know? And then of course now with the writer strike yeah. uh, or full on actor strike, but yeah. okay. No, most of the movies finished anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, it's fine. So yeah, but it's still, just like, oh, propulsive is one of the words I I, I want to use. Like this movie is very propulsive. It made me, it moved me forward, um, and very similar to Follow, because again, relentless, but mm -hmm. in different style, different. Very and I different. loved that they mirrored a lot from the first. So like, of course, bringing back Cerny, but even like I said, the Dutch angles, mm -hmm. the climax of the train, like. Yep. Oh, another reason. Uh, another reason why it placed third was because even though overall I love the story, it's probably one of the better stories. Um, 
I did not like the flashback stuff with Gabriel. Yeah. Not so much the fact that they shot it or how they shot it or whatever. Because uh, that it doesn't bother me. They it was a, I was just going to play to like, well, they did it grainy or whatever. They didn't show Tom Cruise's face. And it's like, well, yeah, they did it grainy so that they could hide the de-aging effect. Right. Exactly. So, fuck you. Like, yeah. Who gives a shit? Exactly. But um, I... I I didn't feel like it was necessary to give Gabriel that personal backstory with Ethan, uh, or even being the reason why Ethan joined I, the IMF. I do agree with you on this because I was like, "What does it matter?" Mm -hmm. Especially because, like, like even if people are saying, "Well, you need to inject more," uh, it's got to be more uh, personal. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, not really, because yeah, like I mean, well, you look at uh, like for him, it's always the mission, right? Yeah. But the personal aspect is making sure that a they complete the mission and nobody dies and and his friends and family stay alive. Like there's that. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, I I didn't even really care the fact that they tried to hint that Ethan was a bit of a shitty kid like before he joined the IMF. Mm -hmm. You know, I I almost feel like it kind of taints it. Like I know they're trying to use it as like. Well, we all joined, and we were all like going down a path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's why we did. And I'm like, okay, fine, but I just didn't think it was necessary because, like, well, fuck, we just had Fallout, and you, you like, it was personal. Yeah, it was a personal movie. Yeah, Lane returned, and this was the only returning bad guy, so it was personal in that aspect. But then they included his wife, who, you know. Mm -hmm. Like sure they they had a send off her and it was awesome and I'm glad that, that they was did. so good. I'm so I was so happy when they they, did. they brought her back to wrap that up. But that's personal, right? Yeah. So now that that's gone, well, if you want to make it personal, you go after his team. So you didn't need to do that story. I agree. You know, I agree. I I thought it was kind of weird too, and especially like I don't know. I almost wish they could have found someone left over from the first movie to bring back. Exactly. Emilio Estevez. No, he did. He, he, he did. We think he, he did. did. We think he, he did. did. I know we didn't see a body. I know you could argue that we didn't yeah, see a body. We think he but, did. But, but Emilio, he's still out there. He's I, out there. He's pulling the strings. I'll give you, uh, you we didn't see a body, right? But, yeah. I mean. They're going to they're gonna fucking open up the entity. It's going to be just a big floating Emilio. Yeah, yeah. Like just, oh, <laughs> that's Skank. Skank's in the corner over there. He did. He did. It's like, no, no, no. He's dead now. He did. Yeah. You know, but uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think it, it maybe, but you know, there's already enough callbacks from the first anyway that I was, yeah, you know, like, so you got a couple of like three big things for me for the reason why, like the biggest of all is Ilsa. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I, I said like the, the, it's part one. So you knew it was going to end yeah. on some form of cliffhanger. Um, but really, this movie was just one giant epilogue for part yeah. two, which is ending. It's a fucking awesome epilogue. I know. Infinity War was I an mean, awesome they fucking They literally movie. could have just had the Mission Impossible intro at the end of this movie. I know. Which would have been kind of oh, cool. That would have been, been actually kind of cool. That would have been real A whole funny. movie without any opening credits. Yeah, but then people would have been like, they ripped off Casino Royale. Or no, wait, what's, it wasn't Casino Royale. It was... Uh, well, no, yeah, because Casino Royale, they he did the. Yeah, it was at the end. Yeah, he did it at, it at the, the end. end. That's right. That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah, 
some idiots out there would be like, they would say that. They but would I would be like, that's though, awesome. No. I thought, hey, yeah. look, it was awesome when Casino Royale did it and they mm-hmm. saved it for the end of the movie because you're yep. like, well, yeah, because he's not really James Bond, right? Um, but yeah, that would have been fucking awesome. Yeah. And it would have actually, think, would have probably tipped me over a bit, but. Uh, I'm going to have to rewatch Rogue Nation because right now I'm sitting at Fallout, Dead Reckoning, that's I Rogue Nation. Yeah. But I love Ilsa Foss so much that Rogue Nation, that alone might bump Rogue Nation. I don't know. And it's like, hard to say. And as a, and, uh, and like I said, too, like if we watch uh, part two and uh, it turns out that I was right to some degree that Ilsa didn't die, um, then my ranking might shift, but it might not because in two or part two will be so fucking amazing mm. that I'll be like, Two is at the top, and then it's Fallout, and then it's yeah. Rogue Nation, you know, and and so like it might still end up being the what happens there, and who knows? Maybe even like Part Two might be like maybe, but I mean, like when you were comparing it to Infinity War and Endgame downstairs, it made me think like Infinity War ended with the heroes losing. Yeah, I almost feel like Gabriel should have had the key at the end of this. I I thought about that too, but I think. What it is, is it's it basically what's going to happen is because uh, like there were some scenes that we saw in trailers yeah. that didn't make it in the movie. Right, right, right. Because they were in part two. And I, I honestly and I was thinking about that, too. And my theory is it's probably going to be one of those deals where. um, Well, because Gabriel knows where it is, right? Yes. I think what's going to happen is, uh, and as far as Gabriel knows, uh, Paris is dead. Yeah. Right? As far as he knows, she's dead. So he thinks he's the only one that knows where it is. Right? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is he is going to go after every single person that Ethan loves. And with the entity, they're going to they're gonna go after Benji. They're going to go after Luther. Uh, and they're going to go after... Uh, Grace. They're going to go after Grace, obviously, because yeah. at the end of the day, whether he loves her or not, he doesn't want her to die. Mm. Like he said in the movie, like, yeah. here on out, your life will always mean more than mine. I'm like, that's yeah. such a great Didn't line. Benji say something like, uh, she said, oh, will you protect me? And Benji went, yes. And then he was like, no, but we will try. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then he and then he says, like, yeah. like, your life will always matter more than mine. And I'm like, that's that's such an Ethan line. Yeah. You know, and I look at that and I go, yeah, like, because like. I mean, like, think about it in your, you and your wife, like your life versus your wife's like, you're always going to pick her over you. Right. Right. I mean, I don't know if you will. I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> Tom Cruise would pick the fans over his own life. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. why he does these stunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, I, I do think that it'll be one of those either. It's either he finds out that Paris is alive mm-hmm. or he finds out that that Paris that he thought was killed was actually Ilsa Faust wearing a Paris mask. Because that's a possibility. And then Ilsa died again? No, no. Okay. Remember, she had a pulse. Ah, uh, yeah, she had a pulse. She had a pulse, remember that? She did have a pulse. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And uh, and like I said, too, when did Ilsa get Paris's sword? When did that happen? That's true. Right? It wasn't weird, like as I remember when she had the uh, the pipe. I, I like I didn't think nothing of the sword when Ilsa had it, but it was when Paris had the pipe, and I was like, why the fuck she had the pipe? 
Why yeah. didn't she have the sword? And then later, I was like, right, because Ilsa had the sword. How the fuck did that happen? Right? When did that happen? At the party? I don't know when that happened. I'll have to rewatch the movie one of the two oh, or three well, more times I'm going to see it in the theater. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I'm already like, do I see it this weekend? <laughs> I know I just saw it. The answer is yes. The answer is I probably will. takes the AVX next week. I probably will. Yeah. Um, but, like, so I, I think ultimately, somehow, Gabriel finds out that Paris is alive. Yeah. Uh, because, of course, the entity accesses everything digital. So at yeah. some point, it's going to find out. So then he's going to go, there's no way Ethan doesn't know where this is. So now it's going to be a race, and then he's going to go, fuck it. I'm just going to hit everyone you love. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. hurt them unless you give me what I want. And Ethan has done that shit before. Where he's like, okay, fine. Yeah. You can have it. You know, Fallout. He gave up the nukes immediately. Mm-hmm. He was just like, no, no, I can't. I, I can't let anyone die. Yeah. You know, uh, none of my friends must die ever again because that one time, which isn't my fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault at all. Not my fault. But it's my fault. So, yeah. uh, so I think ultimately that's going to be kind of where we're at. And I was thinking like, like what if we get the space scene in this movie? <laughs> like, Maybe this SpaceX movie he's making is actually just a Mission Impossible. Maybe, maybe, because they, you know, maybe they launch the fucking entity's AI into space to to yeah. keep it because no one else will get it, but they don't realize they're dealing with Tom Cruise slash Ethan fucking Hunt. But uh, but no, I actually was thinking about this, like, because they end on the uh, subway or mm-hmm. the submarine, and yeah. I was like, holy fuck! Imagine like now they gotta go under, like under the water in the Arctic, like mm-hmm. there's gonna be some. There's going to be some cool shit, and you here. know he's going to be under that ice. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah. No, I, I, I have a feeling that chapter two is going to be like an like endgame. Yeah. It's going to be like an ending per se, because endgame was an ending, but they're going to definitely leave it open for a nine and a ten. Uh, I think part of me thinks that Tom Cruise. Saying like you know, I want to be doing action movies in like in my eighties, like Harrison Ford. I think that's one of those where he's saying that now. Yeah. But like, yes, Harrison Ford is doing action films in his eighties, but he was never doing this shit that Tom Cruise was doing, even in his sixties. Like even twenty years ago, he was still doing it the way like like was. How old is uh the uh, Crystal Skull movie? Oh, two thousand eight. Yeah, so 15 years. Yep. So not quite 20 years ago, but 15 years ago, even in 15 years ago, he was already not doing... Yeah. Yeah, and and, and not to knock him. Like, I'm not going to knock him, because it's not like Indy was a stunt movie anyway. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, like, this is the guy that, like, famously just went, oh, yeah, you got a nice sword. <sighs> like, I do love the fact that it was like, he was sick, he just didn't want to keep fucking filming, and he was like, it makes no sense, why wouldn't I just shoot him? And it's like, yeah. That's a great point. You're right. That's actually yeah. fucking genius. I love, I love that part. <laughs> I, and I love that he was just like, I like it yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's kind of like uh, Robert Downey Jr. by the second Iron Man movie. He's like, I, why the fuck do I need to wear the suit? Yeah. Like, why can't we just figure something out better? And so by the time you get to like the Avengers, he's not even wearing a fucking suit at all. It's no, he's just, just walking around. Yeah. yeah. Just walking around in his fucking day clothes. Yeah. Eating snacks around the... Push a button, got a suit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, so... Little things like that, I go like, yeah, that makes fucking sense, you know. Also, like, I have to wear a suit. Why the fuck do I have to hit the gym? <laughs> just wear <laughs> long sleeve clothes yeah. and just 
don't get fat. Mm. You know, but there you go. All right. I, I, I do. I will say this, like, I'm glad that I don't have to wait five fucking years. Yeah, it comes out next year. Aww. Next year. Uh, it was pushed a little bit, but I'm still Push fine. Pushed a little bit. As long as all these strikes don't fuck anything up with it. I, th I think it's pretty much done. Too. I think it's pretty much done. But I do want to see, like, I, I, I think we should get a trailer soon. Yeah. But maybe give it a little bit so that people still go, like, yeah, we got to see. wonder what's the next big Paramount movie. Ninja Turtles. Oh, wait, no, it's not. No. That's right, because I don't give a fuck. It, it, it. December. It'll get released with a big December movie. Probably. More than likely. Aquaman 2. Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Eh? Uh, what, what is it? Christmas for uh, June 2? Or is that November? November. Yeah. That's a really good month for me. It's a good month That's for a you. Great month. <laughs> I turned 41, which is great. Yep. Because how many people get to say they live to 41? Some people don't. People that have lived to 41. Right, but there are people that haven't. I know people that have died young, so true. You know people that have died young. I do. So, so it's an accomplishment. I that's how I'm trying to look at it. Now. It's an accomplishment. Every yeah. year we're on this earth. Yeah, sure, we're getting older, but that's it's part of the deal. Yeah, here's a Ford's got a really good outlook at it. Like people saying, "Oh, do you wish you were young?" Or did you like seeing yourself young again? And then he said, "No, I've, you know, I deserve my age." Yeah, I, I made it to this age. I'm proud of this. Yeah, age. exactly. Like you know, I find like, that to be a much more positive outlook. Yeah, because like even just how many people can get to eighty? Exactly. So. Like and owning the wrinkles and yeah. owning the grays and owning the the thinning hair and all of it. Just mm -hmm. be like, I mean, this is just how I'm going to age. This is it. This is it. You know, I'm going to do whatever I can to make fifty year old Chris life easier. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's still going to be fifty year old Chris, right? So with a skullet. Yeah, no, definitely not a skullet. <laughs> at, at this point, I would end up just cutting it short, or just some yeah. variation of this, but shorter, yeah. or whatever. Like I'd figure it out, but I would, I no. definitely not do a skullet. That's unfortunate. Maybe for like one or two pictures. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> to be fair, because a fucking skullet is is hilarious. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. So I shouldn't say yeah. Definitely for a couple of pictures. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just to say that I did it. Hopefully, I'll have like a dirt stash. Oh, too. absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Other than that, then yeah, I would just like, even if it was one of those, like the Dr. Phil, like I would just, I would shave it. <laughs> yeah. I would just shave yeah. it or whatever. Yeah, like, I don't know right. that I would go the full on thick route, but I would just shave it. I yeah. just, like, fuck it. Like, you whatever. go with no guard, it's pretty short. And it grows so fucking quick when you shave it. I did my hair like a week and a half ago, and it's already just like, it's funny. Here it comes. Yeah. So, you know, um, <sighs> So overall, like I said, yeah, overall, it is right now for me personally. It's the best movie I've seen all year. Oh, me too. It's it's 2018 all over again. It just because I got Mission Impossible number one, I got Spider Verse number two. Yeah, and uh, and that's where I'm at. And uh, John Wick four is number three. Yep, uh, John Wick four is number. Actually, no, Guardians is number three for me. John Wick four is number five for me. What's number four? Guardians. Number, What's number three. Sisu. I haven't watched that yet. Oh. I haven't watched it yet, but oh fuck! Oh, I saw yeah. the I saw the it's one trailer, the one trailer. I'm yeah. like, oh fuck! I'm gonna love this. Oh yeah. Oh fuck! I'm gonna love it's this. It's so fucking like, good. When they they did the John Wick like, yeah, Baba Yaga line yeah. where they was like, uh, the fuck was it? I can't remember what it was, but it was just one of those. Immediately, I was just like, oh, this is was it Polish? Um, Finnish. Finnish. I went, yeah, this is Finnish John Wick because yeah. they did that similar line. 
And uh, she's like, holy fuck. But then, of course, it just looks like fucking crazy. Is it's, it based it, on a true event? Like, true story? I, I don't think it is. Well, may, it might be based off of something. Because, I mean, you hear... Like a Finnish warrior well, or something. You, yeah, you hear reports of, like... Yeah. Like, there's what the, the one fucking... Was it a German? I can't remember. There was one dude, like, he basically just lived off of uh, speed. Yeah. Like, methamphetamines. Yeah. And, uh, and just killed, like, a bunch of people. Is that kind of what they based uh, Enemy at the Gates off of? Uh, not this one, no. But there, no. there were similar okay. stories where, like, one guy is, like... I think, yeah, actually, I think Enemy of the Gates is based off an actual dude who sniped guys. Yeah, just like, like this crazy just, fucking sniper. And just like a crazy amount to where it was just him, his gun, yeah. his bullets, and they just couldn't fucking, they couldn't, yeah. he was picking them off left and right. Yeah. And it was like a, an obscene number of people that died because of this guy. But uh, yeah, Sisu does look Oh, Sisu's good. so fucking good, man. Ugh. The Germans are like. Oh, he's immortal, and then the other yes. the other Finnish people were like, "He's not immortal. He just refuses to die." That's that's what I mean. Like that's the John Wick type <laughs> yeah, line where they're like, just like, and as soon as he said like he just refuses to die, I was like, but of course the scenes that I was watching too, I was just like, oh, yeah, fuck, it's oh man, like the it's uh, on fucking the level. trench shovel, and you're yeah. just like, oh my god, yeah, like oh, so yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I can see that would be. That, so that's my... That, and that's the, a and, great and, top three, though. Yeah. Holy shit. Top like, five, even. Well, yeah, just in general. Well, I mean, Guardians and then John Wick... John Wick 4, yeah. And the only reason John Wick 4 is, is not higher is just the length. Because, I mean, I don't see myself... I see myself rewatching the first three more than the number four. Yeah. Just for the Well, length. even Michelle said, too. Alone. She said, like, there were, like... The one part in particular that I would have cut down was the stair scene at the end. Yeah, that was too long. When he, he was thrown when he, down. When he fell the second time, I was like, nah. The second time, I was like, fuck right off. Yeah. And then he gets up with uh, with Kane, and yeah. then I was like, okay, but how long? Like, you were like at 6.55 right. before this. This was longer than five minutes. So, yeah. That was the one part in the whole movie where I was like, okay. Yeah. This could have been. Because, like, I, I think I visibly or audibly went, really? <laughs> Get thrown down oh, really? again, yeah. but other than that, um, yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's definitely kind of where I'm at. So yeah, uh, Dead Reckoning was fucking awesome. Dead Reckoning is incredible, fucking amazing. Get up uh, a couple of uh, Dead Reckoning instant questions. Sure. Let's do. All right, we, we rambled, go. so they deserve it. They Number waited. one, what's been your favorite stunt in the MI series? Favorite stunt. I oh man, that's so tough. I it's mean, uh the fucking Burj Khalifa. That's incredible. That is just insane. When like, he's hanging off the plane at the beginning of Rogue Nation. That's another one that's just incredible. The Halo jump and follow. The underwater sequence. Yep. In uh, Rogue oh, Nation yeah, again. Uh, but fucking the train sequence in this one. That's a tough, that's a really, really, really tough one. But, uh, hmm. fuck, man. I, you know what? I'm going to say the halo jump and follow. That's what I'm And I'm going to say it because 
he had to jump with the guy with the camcorder, and they had to stay together the whole time. Yeah, I'll ha I'll have to agree with the because so, I was going so that, back to the so Halo I mean, jump. There, too. there was so much involved in that shot. Yeah, I I would actually yeah I'll agree with that because I can't, I was going back to that one too because I was like yeah but I can't get over and you're yeah. right like it had it had to be with the same dude yeah and they had to do that continuous shot the entire and you couldn't way. move too far away or else you wouldn't be able to catch his his dialogue it was, and yeah it's just like it's just yeah no that's yeah, that's that, the, that was that's the absolute top for so, me right now I'm gonna say that yeah. Fuck no, it's very easy. But it, but then again, I I'm They're also going amazing. back to Burj Khalifa because yeah. that was incredible. Even just seeing that, like at the time that that movie came out, I wasn't really feeling it. Yeah, and I was giving it a hard time because they were. I was like, yeah, but it's not like the Bourne, right? And it's not like Jason Bond were like or Jason Jason Bond. <laughs> Yeah, the James Bond. Bourne movies, yeah. anyway, uh, where like they're trying to be more realistic in yeah, their presentation. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, and this is going the opposite direction. But that sequence, still, I was like, that yeah, sequence like, was nuts. Like, that was say nuts. what you will. And watching it on a big screen, like my stomach was going. You felt that height. He's a lunatic. Yeah. Oh, like, you, you thought he's, he's crazy got, now. He's got no sense of fear. No. What is it? Uh, don't be. Uh, don't be cautious. Be confident. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, but. It's easy for you to say when you find out that he's yeah. like six months of just so cautious. Jumping. Cautious is good to good to be. He, but it was six months, like just the jump sequence, yeah, uh, like the motorbike sequence in the in this movie, like months of just training mm -hmm. to just land that jump to the point where he's like, like there's no speedometer on the bike. He doesn't yeah. know how fast he's going. You know how he knows how fast he's going by listening to the wind, yeah. by feeling the bike. Like he's so in tune, so you're just like, yeah, okay. It's easy for you to say, "Cosh, be, uh, be confident when you do that." Much. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. you could back it up. But yeah, so we're, yeah, that's that's the one I would say. Fallout, Fallout, yeah, the Halo jump. Do you think Jeremy Renner should return? Yeah, brought that up. Uh, yeah, yeah, we covered that. But to recap, ultimately, yes, if there's some merit to it, but otherwise, no. Right. I if agree it's a cameo, that. fuck it. I agree with that. Um. Who should be the next MCU actor to join Mission Impossible? I <laughs> this is funny because there's a lot of MCU actors in this one. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, I could kind of see Robert Downey Jr. being in one as like a secretary type role. No, like I, Al, like say, Alec Baldwin. Was. I'm gonna say no. I'm you gonna say no, no because he, he's still. Uh, you know what? Actually, no. I mean, he's doing open. I, I was just gonna say like. He, he's he's actually past the point where he would overshadow because it's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Uh, I was actually thinking like someone who would actually join the team, like uh, long term. Long term on the team. My, I would immediately go Florence Pugh, though, just because mm. I I have a huge crush on her. Yeah, me too. Uh, but I I just like her as a person. Like she just seems like a really naturally. Tom Cruise person. gets older and all the girls he's with get younger. No, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to say, like, in that trailer, uh, I thought it would be really, really funny because they make a point of having him with a what looks like a noticeably older woman. Yeah. And then I, I was going to say, like, wouldn't it be funny if you found out that she actually was only 22? She just looked older. <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, though, when that shit came out, like as a joke type of thing, yeah. it's kind of fucked me up with Leonardo DiCaprio where I'm like, it's hard to, for me to look at him now because I just see this 
guy old going guy after, going after these young girls. Yeah, like you're just getting older and they're staying the same age. Yeah, so. like it's it's funny, like you know when you watch Days and Confused and it's that line, that classic line, like I keep getting older and they stay the same age, and you're like <laughs> so gross. But then now you're so like, gross. but I get older and I'm like, that's gross. Like that's yeah. not gross. Like, yeah. like you look forty. Granted, everyone in that movie was 40. <laughs> Not one person in that fucking movie is actually in high school. But regardless. Uh, but it's, but it does actually kind of fuck me up. Like, you know, when they said, like, separate the, the person from the, the art or whatever. With Tom Cruise, I can do that no problem. Mm -hmm. Because, like, aside from Scientology, you don't hear about him. Seems like a pretty normal dude, actually. Well, like, I read today that, or I didn't read, he said in an interview, he goes, Oh, yeah, I only work half days on Fridays because I go to the movies opening night. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> Tom Cruise... Okay, here's the thing that I, I will say. Like, I find Tom Cruise uh, to be in like weirdly fascinating mm. because he is a weird guy in the sense that he's just very intense. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's fucking Batman for all intents and purposes. Mm, the yeah. fact that the guy can, like, ride a bike... <laughs> fucking fly a helicopter, fly a fighter jet, do a halo jump. Like all this stuff is insane. Yeah. Plus like he's in his, he's 61. Yeah. He's 20 years older than us. Yeah. And if I could, like I said that, that night, if I could look half as good as him at that age, I will consider that an accomplishment. Um, but like there's reports like he, like he learned German for Valkyrie. Mm -hmm. He didn't learn German for the lines. He learned German. Like, yeah. that's the line. Like, they go, hey, I heard you learned some German. He goes, no, I learned German. He, there's reports that, like, he watches a movie every day. Yeah. Right? He does half days on Friday so he can go see movies in the theater. Like, he watches movies in the theaters. Yeah. Not just his movies. No. But all movies. all movies. All movies. You know what I mean? Like, when they go, like, like and I think that's one of the reasons why him and Macquarie work so well. And Macquarie said that is because they both are they do movie the same guys. Thing. Yeah. You know, and uh, Simon Pegg has said, like, when we talk movies, like, he's just on another level, you know. And even, like, you go back and uh, there's that fucking Alfred Hitchcock movie that is basically the plot for Mission Impossible 2. Which one was that? Uh, was it? I can't remember, but it's, like, it's for not a shot-for-shot -shot remake. Okay. But it is very. That's very interesting. I, hmm. Um. Oh fuck. There, there's so it's kind of like uh, like Soldier in Terminator Two. Okay. Okay. Yep. Notorious. Oh, notorious. Yeah. For MI two. Interesting. Uh, because uh, three people whose lives become intimately entangled during an espionage operation. And because, like, if you think about it, the plot is Ethan yep. is working the honeypot role yep. to seduce Thandi Newton, then finds out, oh, you used to date the rogue agent. Right. And then there's that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and it, well, that's interesting. Yeah. And uh, the only reason that came about, because that fucker watches movies all the time. So, like, imagine your day is you watch a movie, mm -hmm. you work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do whatever, and his workouts are aren't like traditional. Like they are traditional, but there's also like I don't know if he still does it, but at one point he was fencing and he's rock climbing. He probably still rock climbs. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. But like, and you look at the the shape he's in, and it's just like fuck, man. Like so, and then, uh, but it's also 
realizing like his childhood dreams. Like he said, like I always wanted to jump yeah. off. I wanted to motorcycle off a cliff yeah. and land on a on a train. And he gets to do it. And he, and he did like, it. There's an aspect of this giant kid in him that's still there, even though he's 61. Yep. You know, and there's, of course, the again, the Scientology stuff. Uh, but, like, look at Michael Pena. He's yeah. a Scientologist. Yeah. You know? And he credits it for saving his life and his acting career. It's like, okay, cool. But, again, you don't hear any dirtbag shit about him. Nope. Right? Nope. Unfortunately, ta- uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio, it just becomes too blatant. Yeah. It's too, too much now. It's like, dude, at some point... Stop being weird. Right. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, you have to be a little bit weird to be an actor, but do, do they all have to be fucking creepy weirdos? <laughs> like, does every single guy have to be a creepy weirdo? It's, yeah, like, even the stuff with, like... 50%. Like, with Justin Long, with, like, the stuff that's coming out with Justin Long and the parties and stuff, I'm like, okay, but, like, that was years ago. I mean, yeah. if it's still stuff that he's doing now, well, then, yeah. Like, it, I'm not saying it was okay. No. Like, I'm not saying it was okay. Because, but I mean, like, I'm also looking at it like, but if you're a young star that all of it, like, you're young and all of a sudden you got people telling you, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you might start going, well, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. Right. And then maybe uh, if you do it and then you go, like, I don't really like how that feels. Okay. Well, you shift gears and then you just live your life, but you still kind of have that aspect. I mean, there's shit that I did when I was younger that I, I look back now and go, like, I would never have done that now. Yeah. But like, I did it. You did it. You know? It's there. You know, like I've stolen from stores. A chapter in the book of Chris. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like I've stolen from stores. I uh, fucking... Me too. You know, I, I did questionable things when I was under the influence that, mm-hmm. you know, regardless. Like, I know some people are like, yeah, well, if you did it under the influence, you would do it normally. It's like, no, I wouldn't. You know? I yeah. wouldn't even hesitate. Like, I would just be like, no, I can't do that at the time. Yeah. But like, when you're drunk or you're high or whatever, you're just like... I don't really care. Mm-hmm. It it robbed like it takes away that that empathy thing where you're yeah. just like, I don't give a fuck. Whereas like, yeah, you know, or even just some of the things that I've said. Like I mean, I used to say the uh, faggot. I used to say that word all the time. Well, we all said stuff. We like all that, did, though. right? That but was just a normal. Now normal it's a conscious effort now where I don't say that, and if I do say it, it's to emphasize. Like in this case, I said it to establish that that's the word I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, and then before it was kind of like referencing the like. Because we were kind of getting in, like, when we were born, we were still in that era where you don't talk about your feelings. Yeah. Like, we're in that now, we're at, we're lucky enough that we can actually sit there and go, like, oh, yeah, no, it's it's okay. Like, it's okay to have feelings. It's okay to cry about stuff. It's yeah. okay to be happy about stuff. It's okay to like stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so, but if you're still doing it, like, it, it, it top, uh, or it, Leo. Leo's age. Yeah. Like, okay, like, I get it. You have a certain type, but really? Well, at least And they not, blew over it pretty quickly. At least he's not Al Pacino making babies to 29-year-olds. I mean, like, that's one of those, again, we're talking that's about adults. That's a 60-year difference. We're talking about adults, right? But yeah. it's, it's still... Well, Leo's it's like, what, early 20s, though, right? Isn't that... Or is he going for teenagers? Well, I don't know that... But basically, the cutoff is 25. Okay. So there's a window from 20 to 25. Let's say for the sake of argument. Why 25? I mean, they're still young at 30. I I don't. The only thing I'm, I I, I mean, obviously, it's happened so much that, like, people are, they chart it, right? Yeah, yeah. And they kind of like, ha, 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 it's kind of a funny joke, but. It, it, now I'm like, I can't, it's hard for me. Like I was watching that trailer and it looked amazing, 
but I looked at him and I was like, man, it must kill you to be <laughs> starring opposite this woman yeah. who is very, who looks very much like an indigenous woman yeah, and very much looks like she's not in her twenties. It must just kill. Like that's probably the most acting you'll ever see out of him. Cause he's going to act like he's in love with her. And you know, for real, he isn't. Yeah. He's probably yeah. just like, and then at the end, the rest of that that day, he's just like, I gotta, ugh, uh, where's those 22 like year olds? My mother. Oh God. Where's those 22 year olds? <laughs> I gotta feel like I'm young again. And it's like, you can't ever feel like you're young again because you're fucking old. Yeah. No, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, enough of that. Um, Final question right here. If any past MI actor could return, whether their character died or not, who would you like to see again? Uh, Ilsa Faust. Rebecca Ferguson. If it turns out she isn't... Okay, okay. Obviously Ilsa. Okay. But, but other than that... Her, if they had... Whether their character died or not. Okay. Jean Reno. I was going to say uh, Alec Baldwin in the Hundley role. Because, like... Mm -hmm. I honestly, when he died, I was like, no, it was too soon. Because... Like, two two movies, right? Rogue Nation and Fallout. Yeah, but like only one movie where he was like all in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In Rogue Nation, there was this scene where he's like, like, dude, like you don't understand. Yeah, Ethan's made you his mission. <laughs> like, what what is that line? He is the uh, the manifestation of destiny. Yeah, oh, he is the pure manifestation of destiny, and and you're just like, oh my god, like. Whew. The, the chaos line that Wigan pulled out in this movie was really good. Yeah. Doesn't top this one. Doesn't top that But one. like, but again, and so by the end of the movie, you know, and he turns it over and it's like, oh, I can see why like you would love this so much. This is so much fun, right? Yeah. And then you get him and even in, like, at that part, he's like, you know, like you think like some fundamental core of your being feels like it's a, it's wrong to save the one life in lieu of the many, but that's why I know you'll always get my back type of thing. Like he got it. Like he yeah. got in, he understood a the IMF and what it served, and more important, Ethan and and I was just like, man, we could have got at least one more movie of that. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it would have been then this would have been a little bit more of a different movie because he would have had to have died eventually anyway. So. Oh yeah, no, yeah. But I I would have brought back Tunley in a heartbeat. Okay, yeah, very nice, very nice. That is the instant questions, and that is the four hour campcast, just about the length of the movie. Two, two hours and 14 minutes. We're probably around the actual length. We're, we're pretty close. So we're, at, we're on that close. note, because I have a full fucking bladder. Oh, me Ladies too, and gentlemen, <laughs> once again, thank you so much. We're barreling close to a thousand subscribers and we couldn't have done it without you. It's we're like we're in striking distance, so keep it coming. Thousand subscribers and our fifth anniversary of the Geek Fans. Movie. Tell all your friends, uh, tell your sisters, your brothers, your your sisters and your mothers, <laughs> your brothers and sisters, and, and all the yeah, just everybody. Just tell everybody, but more importantly, just thank you so much. Like yeah. again, I've said it before, we would do this whether we're doing this on camera or not. But the fact that we're doing this and you guys are liking it mm -hmm. and enjoying our, our stuff, it's great. Um, and uh, so. So keep doing that. Keep seeing us on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram and on YouTube and on geekpantsmedia.com and keep listening to us on Apple and uh, Google Podcast and Audible and SoundCloud and Spotify. Like, I mean, just consume all of the you media. You nailed that. Every, oh, all wow. of it. Uh, we love it. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, Geek Pants for life. For life. No, no.
Uh, Man, you came in doing NWO, you're going to walk out. Yeah, yeah, walk out doing NWO. That's right. Well, Uh, sometimes you got to be a little bit circular. Full circle. That's right. Full circle like you you turn there, movie. I got to go piss. I love you guys.